Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. With filthy mouths and bad attitudes. Featuring Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Also featuring Parker. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And our special guest, Alex. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is Bert and Ernie. And we like Ghost Rider so much that we decided to watch it again. But this time with a spirit of vengeance about us. Now I gotta tell you, this time we chose the good movie. About fucking time. Yeah. Don't expect us to repeat next week. No, no, God no. Um, although we have, we have plenty of fodder for next week. But this one, <laughs> this one has scenes that will stick with us for some time. Uh, but before we get into this movie, Parker, it's it's been a while. Do we have any news? I have a very specific piece of news that also ties into my jerk of the week. So if you have something you would like to say beforehand, by all means. Okay. I I, I guess I want to bring it up because I mentioned it off mic, but like I saw the trailer for uh, what was it? Spoiler alert with Jim Parsons and some other guy. That move. That trailer is seriously. It's like forty five minutes long, and people are like, "Oh, all the trailers these days they tell the entire story." Dude, this one seriously tells you every single thing that happens. There's no reason to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> they tell you literally, like, line by line, every single thing. They spoil every joke, every possible twist of what it's all about and who lives and who dies. Like, what the fuck is the point of watching this? And it does say, oh, well, it's called Spoiler Alert. Go fuck yourself. So, uh, I would fun. say, if, if that trailer comes on, uh, get walking. I, I mean, I, I don't like, you know, I don't like when I'm able to guess what's going to happen in the movie just from watching the trailer, so yeah. I'll make sure to keep that in mind. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, let me just, uh, I won't bring the room down too much, but we had to miss a week because uh, my grandfather passed away, which included me flying out to lovely Kentucky. So uh, have your finger on that dump button because there's going to be some things coming out. But, uh, you know, spent a lot of time there, saw a lot of family I have not seen in a very, very long time. A very sober, somber occasion. Not having a great my time. on here. There's no <laughs> razor. Actually, I'm the only one with the power to raise his hand. Alex, you have a question for me. There you go. Uh, so, like, are you guys viewed as, like, the civilized side of the family because you live in Texas? I have long hair, so no. I kept getting sideways <laughs> glances. They did not uh, appreciate what I brought to the table. I had to tie up in a ponytail for the entire funeral, but that's fine. The whole point is, I'm out there for days. It's just literally hours and hours of, oh my god, I haven't seen you since you were this tall, and just this feeling of like, man, I have no connection to like this entire side of my family, because it's one of those small towns where like, you're born there, either you leave after college, or you just live there forever. So everyone there knows each other, hours sitting in that funeral, hours afterwards dealing with family stuff fly back home days later the first thing I see I'm not even off the fucking tarmac is a trailer for a new Transformers movie <laughs> what do I have to give to have a good day in my fucking life you guys 
I don't understand. I didn't know this was happening. And now... I didn't either. Like, I thought it was a fucking joke. I assumed, like, it was gonna be some cartoon. But no. A full live-action Transformers movie. Another one in theaters this summer. And I, my question is, like, when do I get to be happy? Is it, is it still Michael get Bay? When to be Parker's turn? I mean, it sounds like next summer, right? <laughs> well, man, the you'll last know. one was really bad. I, I, I know, I know. Unless you include the last one as a as Bumblebee, which apparently Gen Z thought was like the new On the Waterfront or something. Everyone was fucking <laughs> yeah. Everyone was fucking into Bumblebee. I didn't watch that movie. What Gen Zers do you talk to? Uh, my coworkers. Don't you work from home? I do, yeah, but I talk to my coworkers. Oh, you guys, have, you guys like, have a channel to talk about Transformers movies or something? We have, we have a channel to talk about movies, and sometimes I talk on like, uh, group chats and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I would love to be a part of your work slack, Chris. You, well, you'd rather be part of my work slack than Joel's work slack. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's true, although I can probably still post Rare Egg in Joel's work slack, so, you know, it might be a wash. No, uh, I, I'm gonna figure out a way to do that. We'll, we'll use the old Photoshop method or something. Uh... <laughs> Have I mentioned how much my wife hates Rare Egg? Why does she hate Rare Egg? That's my favorite one. <laughs> I have no idea. So I just send it to her. <laughs> we can't eat eggs in this house ever. <laughs> it's like, hey, what do you want with dinner? And I just send the Rare Egg. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> it's so rare that we get to eat this egg. All right. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a, a jerk of the week. I have a hero of the year. I don't have fanfare on the voice mod, but, like, if you can imagine, like, you know, really cool song playing right now. Hero of the Year goes to Mac for being our listener of the year. We were number one on his Spotify thing Hell at yeah. the end of the year thing. So, we're on Spotify? You. Thank you, Mac. Uh, no prizes <laughs> <Yes>. given. <laughs> yeah, we're on Spotify. Man, that sounds way better than having to have SoundCloud installed on my phone. Yeah. Yeah, we've on Spotify for a while. You, Nobody told me. I... <laughs> I thought I mentioned this. Sometimes. I had no idea. We're we're also on iTunes, you know. Uh, so, yeah. I knew that. Okay, like I'm, yeah. I would rather use fucking SoundCloud than that garbage. Oh, okay, yeah, but I use a well, it's a podcast thing. But um, yeah, we're on Spotify, and I think we might be on something else. I think it's I don't remember what it is that I signed up for. Probably on the Play Store or something. Yeah, yeah, the Play Store. Yeah, I think that was when I put it on there. And um, yeah, that's I it. I uh, should tell people that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so download SoundCloud on your phone. Yeah, people are gonna do. Actually, you're not the only yeah, one. Yeah, that's why that. I don't. That's why I just like. I think. Like, hey, you have a podcast. I'm just like, yeah. No. I think the other Alex has the SoundCloud method too. Even though I tried to tell her, it was like, well, we have you know other ones, and she just does that instead. I could be wrong. I don't know. Just be for Alex. Who's your jerk of the week? Um, the Constitution. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I disavow, I disavow. I disavow. I completely disavow. <laughs> oh, I have a backup jerk of the week. Uh -oh. It was me for spending the entire week out there just thinking, do not say, Grandpapa. <laughs> do not say. <laughs> it came close three or four times. <laughs> oh, buddy. I, uh, oh, man. <laughs> I was sitting in class the day that Germany got knocked out of the World Cup. And uh, <laughs> we, um, so we were doing like student presentations. So everybody had to have their laptops away. So like I convinced the Zoomers to rearrange their chairs so we could have two laptops on the floor with the two World Cup games on. 
Uh, so the six of us in the back were having a great time, and I was just doing the asshole German guy in beer fest voice the whole time to a bunch of people that probably weren't born when that movie came out. Oh uh, wait, 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 wait! That's beautiful for wait, you. Wait, wait a second. I... <laughs> they can think all of those were original German impressions. <laughs> I'm very okay with that. Which which asshole German guy did you do? Like the it was the greatest beer in all the world, or did you do the? What are you going to do? Kill me? <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that one because it would have been way too hard to do quietly while people were presenting. Yeah, that's... Uh, a, I would have presented it anyway. <laughs> Will Forte German guy is very easy to slip into. Yeah. I'm just imagining some 19-year-old like, what's Bex? <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. It's a different time. <laughs> Dude, that's like the best beer I've ever had. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's let's get into what we watched. Uh, I watched a whole lot. I also, if, if people can tell, I have a very sore throat, so I'm not gonna hit most of these. I'm only gonna hit the ones that uh, that I remember Parker pointing out when he went through my letterbox. Like, oh, we <laughs> gotta hit that one. Um, now let's that start. you hit this era, I have yeah. things to say. Yeah, there's there's a whole lot. I he one is of my there, isn't he? Yeah, see, one of my favorite things is. Um, when I did it uh, two weeks ago, you were like, I mentioned like a couple of days, like, oh, I didn't like this very much. You're like, oh, that is a future episode and a half. I'm like, oh, good. Like, buddy, uh, you mentioned Hannibal. That's a fucking oh. episode. That's the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, Hannibal can suck my dick. <clears throat> uh, fucking, I'm I'm waiting to do Valentine because we got to oh, do Valentine. Alex, that movie you, is wretched. Dosh. Uh, Alex, have you seen Valentine? No. Oh, this is no. This is like one of the ones where you'd be like, "How have I not seen this?" Guys <laughs> have fooled me yeah. several times already this year. Nah, Valentine's up your alley. Valentine's good. Right. It's got okay. this right. has got David. <laughs> That's all one more yeah. chance. <laughs> you got David Boreal. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop thinking about that TV screen saying "Love me, love me." <laughs> a fucking dumbass movie. All right, let's talk about the ones I watched this week. Uh, Jeepers Creepers Dose. Uh, so the director. Yeah, I. There's a bunch on here that made the cut. I don't know how. Uh, people like Jeepers Creepers. I can see why. That's an interesting movie. The director. You know, a lot of times we say on here, well, the director has some views or the director has some beliefs. This director has some actions under his belt. <laughs> this director has some convictions and time served. <laughs> Yeah, Jeepers Creepers 2 is, um... So, apparently, I think when the director wrote the first movie, or whoever wrote the first movie, I don't know if it was the director, whoever wrote the first movie didn't want to make a sequel, so they specifically wrote in there that the monster can only do this once every 27 years, and if, if some fucking fan is listening to this, this is actually every 28 years, fuck yourself, I don't remember. Um... Anyway, for uh, this one, they're just like, oh, well, why not? Why don't we make it within those twenty-seven hours? You know, and that thus they made the sequel, and uh, the director got to hang around some shirtless teenage boys some more. So everybody, w well, some people went. Uh, a lot of shirtless yeah. boys in that movie. If you haven't seen a lot of Jeepers gratuitous shirtless yeah. boys. Yeah, if you haven't seen Jeepers Creepers too, the basic idea is the world's smallest state championship sports team is uh me. is they're just on uh wait hold on this is about a team of midgets <laughs> uh no but it's just a it's just a, a 
small in numbers is what it is. And I don't remember what sport. I think it's implied that it's basketball. And I guess oh, that's like even more impressive for them. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's about grit. They so. play against a murder ball team. It's actually yeah pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, they fucking win the state championship. With the, by the way, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, none of these guys are over six feet tall, so I don't know how they did it. Uh, well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, they're they on a school... Most of this uh, thing takes place on a school bus, so the director's really in his element. Um, I, I don't like this movie very much. I think it's okay. Um, I've seen far, far worse. Like, I saw that when it was new, when I was, like, in middle school. And even as a fucking scaredy cat, I was like, that's pretty silly. Nothing's really happening. And then I watched it as an adult, and I was like, hang on a second. Keep talking. Something feels off. Keep talking. I have to plug in my laptop. Absolutely. So it was like, before I knew anything about the director or anything about his numerous sex crimes involving, uh young boys and the like you just watch that movie you're like man this is like the fourth close-up of these shirtless teens hanging out in the middle of broad daylight the scariest time for a monster to show up <laughs> yeah there's sunbathing on the roof of their uh school bus and i i was thinking to myself you know who's done that before no one but uh they made a movie a nice, out of it you gotta get a nice tan after you win the big game yeah it it did kind of make in me sports. think though. It was like who was like who was like looking for certain things in movies. I was like, what do I like about this? I thought, well, the gore's pretty good. And then I thought to myself, what have I become when I say some shit like that? <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, this is the final episode. We finally yeah, broke him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you, I became the well, the gore's pretty good guy. I was like, I don't go looking into movies for that sort of thing. Uh, well, but you are watching horror movies from the 2000s. Yeah, so. well, the, those special effects were actually okay. kind of decent, so I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. It's either that or a remake of a Japanese movie, so you better no. fucking enjoy it while you oh. got it. Well, I'll get to that. I watched a remake of a Japanese movie that I like, but before I talk about that, just briefly on this one, because we talked about it off mic briefly, Satan's Little Helper is <laughs> one, of the sh- one of the shittiest water. things I've ever seen. <laughs> The basic idea of Satan's Little Helper is... Maybe, oh, this is going to be four or five minutes. All right, fuck. Uh, the basic idea is there's this little kid, right? And um, he's playing a video game. I put that in quotes because it's it's like it's on his Game Boy, but someone clearly just did this all in Flash. And it doesn't even look like a good Flash game. The idea is you're basically like a little toady for the devil. You help him kill people. And he thinks a video game is real. So it's like one of those like, oh, video games cause violence sort of things. Anyway, he gets the game taken away from him, and he thinks that the game is actually happening in real life, and he helps a serial killer who's dressed up as the devil kill people around his neighborhood. And the whole movie looks like it was made for about $5. The only reason this movie, I think, is on any list is because you look at the uh, the poster, the cover, it's like a kind of a scary mask. You don't even fucking see it in the movie. It's like, what the fuck is it the point of this? so much worse. Yeah, it's hey, just Chris, so ask true. me what I remember about Satan's Little Helper. What do you remember about Satan's Little Helper? Booba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. The only thing <laughs> yeah. anyone will ever remember for that movie. There's some impressive cleave in this one. Yes. Does, does he help the tweezer find his balls? <laughs> <laughs> I it, it, it looks like that, dude. It looks like the fucking lost episode of Rocket Power. <laughs> that fucking thing. So it's yeah. good. Yeah. No. But uh, speaking of movies that aren't good, I, I want to mention this movie because this movie really pissed me off. 
this movie is on the list. This is a movie called Hard Candy. Uh, I don't it's know on if you list. Yeah, this is on the horror list. Uh, I don't know if for, okay. for those of you who haven't heard of it, this is the one where Elliot Page, uh, at the tender age of I believe sixteen when he made this, um, he uh, portrays a fourteen-year-old who is in an online chat room with a much older guy from the Conjuring movies. And it's a sexually charged chat, and he's a pedophile, and they, like, meet up at a coffee shop, they go back to his place, have a couple drinks, she, he drugs his drink, and it, from there on, it's a torture porn movie. And the basic idea is he's strapped to a chair, and there's a fake-out, like, oh, they're gonna amputate his balls sort of thing, but they don't actually do it, because it's not interesting. First of all, I don't like torture porn movies, and that's what this is. If people claim otherwise, go fuck yourself. But also, You're in the wrong decade of the I list, know, buddy. I know. I mean, most of the ones I'm getting to now are just like, oh, it's torture porn, torture porn, torture porn, more bad shit. Uh, but the other thing is Elliot Page. I really don't like Elliot Page's acting. I think I have enjoyed Elliot Page twice. One of them was where he was fucking twelve years old and in Trailer Park Boys <laughs> which is <Correct>. one episode <laughs> fucking 20 minutes I was like yeah it's about as much as I could stand and uh, I don't even remember his performance in um, in Inception and I liked Inception a lot I think Inception is dope I, and his performance is such a nothing thing in there that I was like well I don't mind it I couldn't stand Juno Juno fucking sucks and oh. Hard Candy is even worse and people are like, oh, yeah, Elliot Page, newcomer on the scene. He's so good. In, uh, in fu- well, they were saying Ellen back then. But, like, th- it's such an awful performance. He's so annoying. He's stuttering like fucking Jimmy Stewart the entire time. It's so, it's very, very bad line delivery. It's awful writing. And you're not taking child abuse seriously with this movie. You're exploiting it. And someone's beating off to this. Probably the director. And that's, like, probably a shitty thing for me to say. But, you know, the way I was watching it, I, I'm sure that someone was, like, getting off of this in some sort of way. I, it's, movies like this piss me off. I, I have no use for movies like this. What I... Another subset of movies that I usually don't have any time for that Parker alluded to briefly is remakes of Japanese movies. Usually these go very poorly, like the remake of The Grudge and some other ones. But... I really liked the remake of Dark Water. I don't even remember if I talked about Dark Water when I watched the Japanese version because it was kind of a nothing movie. It was like, what are you going to say about Dark Water? It's just kind of boring. But the American remake was actually better and it almost never happens. I believe it's uh, Jennifer Connelly in the lead role. There's like a whole bunch of name actors in here, but my favorite uh, name actor was John C. Riley. John C. Riley plays the uh, kind of skeezy um, landlord in the movie, but it's such a realistic portrayal of what this character is. Like he's a bad guy, and you don't like him not just because he's a landlord, but he's a really, really bad landlord. But he seems very human, you know. He seems like almost like a salesman sort of type of way, you know. And I, I really liked his portrayal. I just kind of latched onto that, and it's not scary. I and mean, people are like, "Oh, it's so scary." It's like. Yeah, but it's it's good, you know. It it tells a story uh, using art to further the storyline. So if you're gonna watch Dark Water, watch the American version. I'm surprised I said that. Uh, watch another Park Chan Wook movie. My favorite working director, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Uh, it's a good movie. 
Um, I, I don't think it's quite as good as a lot of his other work. It's better than Stoker. But uh, this is good because it's, it's very stylized. And stylized in a way that uses this type of uh, sort of dark humor in a way that I like. So I haven't seen uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance yet, but uh, get around to it. Let's see, what else I watch in here? A whole lot of these I have. Oh, Hatchet. <laughs> hey, Parker, you want to talk about Hatchet? <laughs> no, you go ahead. Because I have oh, nothing but, to say except there's a lot of really good practical gore in that movie, which is a yeah. thing that you look forward to now. Yeah. Isn't that well, fun for you? Uh, Congrats to all the winners. Yeah, well, Hatchet, yeah, Hatchet was uh, better than I expected. Uh, someone's, hey, by ask way, me how many sequels there are. Oh, I saw. Three. <laughs> oh. See, by the way, if you look at the cover, that's not a hatchet on there. That's an axe. A hatchet only has one blade on it, so it's different. Mods. Yeah. Oh, God, it circles closing in. Um, so I watched a movie called... This is on the list. I'm not quite sure why. This is a movie called Bug. Have you guys heard of Bug? Yeah, but I assume uh, someone turns uh, into Bug, so I didn't watch sorry. it. That's the one with the fat German caterpillar, right? Yeah. Uh, so, Bug... Uh, <laughs> Do you think I that the caterpillar sure. drinks Bex? <laughs> <laughs> we could have used Heimlich and Beer Fest. <laughs> <laughs> they were all doing Heimlich and Beer Fest. I, dude, I actually saw that movie multiple times in theaters. Sorry, Dad. Hell yeah, dude. Believe well, it. For you. Well, that's a decent movie. Anyway, so Bug. Bug is a story of Michael C. Shannon, and he's in Texas. So right off the bat, you know some odd shit's Gross. And Agreed. Yeah, and he's kind of in a tough situation. Like, everyone's really poor in this movie, because it's Texas. And he is a bit of a conspiracy theorist. And he he hooks up with this one girl that he's, like, kind of into, but she has a really violent, abusive boyfriend who leaves the house. And thus, when the boyfriend leaves, all of Michael C. Shannon's conspiracy theories take root over the course of, I think, about 24 hours or something like that, maybe 72 hours. And this ends with the entire apartment covered in tin foil, literally. And it, it gets really insane. And a lot of people really did not like this. I think this was one... I, I could be wrong, but I, I think I'm right about this. I think this is one of two movies that CinemaScore audiences gave an F to. Now, that's hard. Because CinemaScore audiences, they once you pay money for something, people don't want to be like, oh, I paid money for shit. They, they, so you usually say, like, worst case again, it's like a B plus. To get an F, I think it was this and Mother. I think Mother got the F. But you know uh, what? That's fair. Yeah, but uh, but Bug got an F. I actually like this because it really felt like this is what it's like to be inside the mind of like a QAnon acolyte, right? So your mileage may vary. I I thought Bug was at least interesting, which is more than I could say for a whole lot of movies on here, like Black Sheep, which is a movie about killers sheep oh. in Australia. Talking about pass, yeah, right. Uh, I've almost uh, watched that a couple times where I'm like, that seems like that'd be fun for like 25 minutes. Yeah, uh, I thought this was going to be one of the worst torture porn movies I watched. Uh, Teristas, uh, <laughs> that movie sucks, dick. Yeah, you know, the worst part about it is it's just so <laughs> it's so tame. <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> Teristas is a story of a bunch of Americans who go to, uh, including Olivia Wilde who go to, I think it's Brazil, and uh, they get kidnapped and their organs get harvested or some shit. And um, a lot of people are like, well, that's insensitive to the organ harvesters in Brazil. 
and uh, <laughs> the lightning strike victims. Yeah, <laughs> I did like that. Good. I like that he's got a big scar on his face now. <laughs> anyway, um, Teresa's. I, I saw it described as a movie for people who are too scared by torture porn movies, and I was like, actually, they kind of nailed it. There's not much to this. <laughs> Uh, okay, I actually want to talk about this next one. Uh, this is one of the best movies of the year. I, got, I was happy I got to see it in the theaters. I really liked The Fablements, which is uh, the life story of Steven Spielberg. This, I I was kind of surprised because the, the poster is awful. Most posters are not very good these days. Uh, and the trailer is just not very interesting. But The Fablements is basically a two-plus-hour movie of Steven Spielberg... Uh, as a, a young child and as a slightly less young uh, teenager and how he discovered movies, what movies meant to him and it's seamlessly woven into his family life and that how that has all developed into the world's most famous filmmaker and uh, I've seen some really bad uh, takes on this, some people said oh, the, the actors who are playing his parents are miscast I think I trust Steven Spielberg to cast his own parents. Uh, also, uh, someone said, oh, it's nostalgic for a time that you shouldn't be nostalgic for. My re- my rejoinder, fuck you. Uh, this, this is actually, like, astonishing in the sense that I, I knew he's a good director. I mean, the guy made fucking, you know, some of the greatest movies of all time. I did not know he was this good at screenwriting, because most of the time he directs other people's scripts. He wrote this screenplay with some other guy, and it's so, so well done. I don't think there's a single scene that I would want to cut from this movie. But the best scene of all is the final... I don't know how much you guys have read about this. The final scene is... And this is a true story. That's the thing that's while watching this, is there's the verisimilitudes where you watch it and you, you suddenly realize, oh my god, every single thing in this movie actually happened. This is... Not just, like, this actually happened. This is the way that it happened. He is not holding anything back. And I, I, there's a lot of bravery to put this on screen for people to see. Anyway, the final scene, which is a story that he recounted in uh, the documentary directed by John Ford. He goes into John Ford's office, and uh, he asks him what it means to be a filmmaker. And the guy who plays John Ford in that brief scene a very very well known director uh, in our hearts and I say he delivers one of my favorite performances I've ever seen in the final camera motion before the credits roll in this movie is one that will stick with me for a lifetime guaranteed so highly recommend The Fablemans and then I watch Poultry Guys Night of the Chicken Dead oh hell yeah dude now we're talking <laughs> okay, dude we're never made something now like that, that it, now that it's finally appropriate call <laughs> there we go. Uh, Poultry Guys, Night of the Chicken Dead. People, I, I mentioned the title to Josh, and he laughed. He's like, "Oh, that must be funny." I that, just kind of checks out. I, I gave him like the fucking uh, the, the Jack Nicholson stare from The Shining. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, it's by Trauma, and uh, they made the Toxic Avenger, which we all like because the Toxic Avenger kicks ass. Uh, Poultrygeist is because the thing about that movie is it's really extreme and they're like they really go for it right remember when that kid's head gets like run over by a truck and explodes on the street because they're like this is probably our last chance to ever make a movie let's just you know put everything in there 
And then uh, people are like, hey, that's pretty good. And they're like, oh, let's just keep doing this extreme shit. And there is so much racism in Poltergeist Night of the Chicken Dead. And on the list. I know what you're thinking. It was like, oh, is it, you know, chicken? It's going to be like the fried chicken. No, 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 no. Muslims being suicide bomber jokes. <laughs> uh, just for, to set the record straight, I was not thinking about fried chicken racism at all. Yeah, you were. Anyway, I usually uh, am. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, gross jokes in there. There's a lot of guys coming and stuff. And you know what's funny? Lesbians. It's funny because they don't have dicks. I don't, that is true, yeah. though. No, it isn't. I this yeah I I. As I'm watching it, like, the worst part about it is I kept thinking it's, like, the Adam McKay thing. It was like, oh, you don't get it. It's satire. You, don't you understand? It's don't look up. And I get the satire in Poultry Guys and I have the chicken dead. I do. But it's so fucking humiliating. None of the jokes actually work, you know? And you can say, oh, no, they're supposed to be cheesy. Don't use that word. Don't fucking call this, you know, cheesy jokes or corny jokes or whatever. Or, worst of all, campy. That's not what this is. They're just bad jokes. They're gross. They're they're tasteless. Oh, I like it because it's tasteless. Well, you like bad things. This movie's not good. Like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just like, I'm so glad that like there's no one else in the room with me right now. Because what if we made eye contact? You know, it's just I don't want to. It's on the list. Yeah, it's on the horror list. Okay. Yeah. I, so, yeah. Uh, I was kind of hoping it wasn't. It was <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I watched this on my own volition. <laughs> no, if I'm gonna watch a trailer thing of, of my own. Uh, choice i think it'd be class of newcomb high i heard is decent and uh there's probably something else in there that's decent i don't know uh a couple of these are just quick hits teeth i watched teeth uh sorry it's just kind of never watched that I, just, I read the summary I was really? like, yeah, i got it. never watched I that this movie is yeah well it's on the list i, it's, it's I understand of, what that movie is that seems yeah, like i mean yeah, yeah that's yeah, exactly what you think it's, it's just kind of just kind of yeah. boring really because uh, like that was that's been on Netflix yeah. like yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah I'd hover never, over it, read the description, and be like, "Yeah, I, no, I got it." Yeah, Hostel Two is on here. Uh, Eli Roth, still America's least talented director. Uh, what else is on here? I'll skip that because it's boring. Um, da, 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 da. And nothing about that. Nothing about oh, fourteen oh eight's decent. I so fourteen oh eight is you know how like Stephen King always puts a writer in all of his work because you have to write what you know. Uh, well, this one he has John Cusack play the writer, and this is like the closest I've ever seen a character to. Wait, he's just doing Stephen King, at least the way that like Stephen King views himself. And uh, John Cusack is like the real draw of this. He does a really, really good performance. The rest of Fourteen Away is like, I have to admit, it's kind of a stupid storyline, and the ending's too stupid even for me. But uh, I, it's it's an all right one. I didn't hate it. I I actually thought it was uh, perfectly fine. The next, oh, should I talk about this? Um, the movie, the girl next door. The Alicia Cuthbert one? No, not that. I was one. thinking, there's oh, no way it's that one. No, yeah. no. I, I almost feel like I should put content warning on this one. Um, AKA my favorite torture porn movie, um, or at least one I give oh, the highest cool. rating to. It's so hard to give this one a rating to, so. This is one of the hardest movies I've ever had to, uh, to watch. Um, this is, by the way, the 2007 version. Don't watch. I mean, the all right, I guess do watch instead the uh, the 2004 version, which is Leo Alicia Cuthbert. This Next is week's episode. This is uh, about maybe 
uh, a little girl. She's like 16 years old. And she is humiliated, harassed, tortured, tormented, and eventually killed by her adoptive aunt and family. And uh, you see a whole lot of it. And you think to yourself, how did Chris give this uh, three stars out of five? Well, the star rating's not important, but it led me down a rabbit hole. I was like, well, whose bright idea was this? And I looked it up, and this is based on a real-life case. And the real-life case is so bad, so gruesome, so graphic, so much worse than the movie that I don't even want to say the name of the girl that it happened to. It is... The, it was. It's generally considered the worst thing that ever happened in the state of Indiana. Like, people are still like kind of chilled about it, and it's. It I is don't know. one of the that most. That game on Sunday was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it is perhaps the most fucked up Wikipedia article that I've ever read, and that says a lot. And I have to admit, when I was watching this one, I was like, "This is so much better than Hard Candy because this takes the very real issue." of child abuse seriously the basic question is what would you do if you heard the whimper of whipped dogs would you say something if you saw something and a lot of people they wouldn't do it a lot of people have bystander syndrome and this is a movie that says no if if you see child abuse you gotta speak up and I'm happy that they actually talked about it and this is the, the other thing about it is like I said that someone's probably jacking off to hard candy no one's jacking off to the girl next door, unless it's the 2004 version because it's you know. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, there. yeah, that's a yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, the fifth. Yeah. So next one on here. Uh. And by the way, the girl next door does not get a recommendation. You know, that's it's not like oh you gotta check this one out. But I appreciate where they were coming from when they put this one together. Next one. This is a brief one. Uh, George Romero, bad director. Uh, Diary of the Dead can suck my balls. The movie's just got oh, why nothing. the fuck is that on there? Because George Romero did it. They don't care if the movie's good, Parker. They don't have good horror movies on here. It's just like, oh, every single thing that yeah, well, fucking George... Yeah, I know. George Romero did it. Let's fucking put this on here. Diary of the Dead is the one that made me think, wait, did I actually like Night of the Living Dead? I thought I did. I thought I liked Day of the Dead. And then I see this, I was like, oh, he just can't direct. Uh... Yeah, I got no love for this. I think it's is that is it found footage? I can't remember. Is it basically it's like found I think footage? That was... It's found footage ish. Yeah, basically, is what that, it was, yeah. that poor old man cannot get a movie made unless there were zombies in it. Yeah, there's like oh, I guess I'll try this because that's a that's one of the things that's happening now in the in this like era of film that I've got to is people are kind of turning away from torture porn and they're going to uh, found footage instead. Which uh, I guess I kind of appreciate because I could just like zone out. Because found footage is boring. Because it's uh, <laughs> significantly cheaper. Oh yeah, this, yeah, for sure. Uh, what else I watch? Uh, I don't want to talk about that one. Oh, oh. So, cast your minds back. Uh, I I wasn't frequently on Lulinx back in two thousand seven. I was just like every once in a while. I'd click Man, good into for you. I, I got lucky. I, I just, I wasn't at that online, so I missed a lot of, like, movie discourse. But I have a feeling a lot of people had very split opinions about I Am Legend. They sure oh, did. Oh, God. They dude. sure oh, did. I do not like this movie, Sam I Am. I 
this it feels to me i think i feel the, the same way i feel about this movie the, the way that i feel about um i robot this except wait did, i don't remember if i like the this i think i, I thought the cgi and i robot was fine because i looked at it, it was like oh it's 2004 whatever it's not good it was whatever the cgi and i am legend some of the most embarrassing shit i've ever seen in my life like those fucking zombies they all looked exactly the same i was like that is the lamest shit so I, I don't I don't think I need to talk about the plot to I Am Legend. I think everyone's already like seen it. It was a very popular. Not movie. this guy. Oh, oh well. Nope. Uh, I, Shouldn't have said that, huh? Yeah, I am. Yeah, we yeah. fucked up. No, 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 to to speak to the internet discourse about this movie, one hundred percent the reason I never saw it. Oh, uh, like, who the fuck am I going to talk to about this? Like, uh, yeah, man, I I don't like this movie. Um, it's uh, what is it? It's it's basically the last man on earth, which was already made into two separate movies: uh, Omega Man with Charlton Heston, which I didn't see yet, and the Last Man on Earth, starring Vincent Price, which is a way better movie than this. It's also based on the book, which I never read. But like one of the things I don't like is like Will Smith is a very cool guy, but he needs someone to play off of, and ninety percent of the movie is him having no one to play off of. <laughs> Uh, the ending is it's one of the fucking dog. Yeah, which yeah they kill off the dog too, dude. The ending can suck my balls. The ending fucking su- is like the lamest, most Uh-oh. predictable ending. I think there must have been groans in the theater, and I read about the alternate ending, and I was like, well, that's so much better because at least that one's embarrassing. <laughs> this is <laughs> it, it, like the ending of this. I'm just gonna spoil it because like, fuck yeah, who cares. Uh, the ending of this movie is um, he sacrifices himself to stop the zombies and let the two survivors escape to the survivor colony. In the uh, in the cut ending that they didn't show in theaters because every and everyone complained about it, so they put it on the DVD Blu-ray. Uh, he discovers that he's been like taking like the zombie freak things and like experimenting on them to try to find a cure and he took one of the mates of one of the king zombies and they just wanted he just wanted his girl back and he realizes oh i've become the monster and then he gets to live with the survivor colony i'm like well that's fucking stupid as shit <laughs> that owns they should have done that yeah uh I, mean, I didn't see this movie but like that that yeah that's so much that, better that sounds like something that would happen in one of the army of the dead sequels right yeah exactly, exactly. yeah yeah that was that, that kind of vibe to it uh well so i watched i like, have become the monster of legend well anyway see you guys yeah <laughs> Uh, this one is not quite torture porn, but it feels kind of close. Parker, you mentioned The Ruins. Oh, yeah. Oh, the movie's uh, kind of fun. Okay, well, The Ruins. That's what I remember. Yeah, I did not have fun with this. <laughs> I, I don't... Oh, yeah, I mean, for yeah. people who enjoy horror movies, not people with crippling yeah. autism who have to watch them. Hey, I, I like going on vacations, but, like... Not with this movie. The basic idea of this movie is a bunch of idiots go to uh, a place and there's ruins there. And they go in there even though they're told specifically, hey, don't go in there. And then a killer plant starts giving them like diseases and killing them and shit. And I was reminded of the only good segment from Creepshow 2. Uh, but stretched out to an hour and a half. Well, watch that. It was freaky as shit. Uh, so it's kind of hard to watch. Also hard to watch the Midnight Meat Train, dude. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you just called your story that, Clive Barker. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, the midnight meat train is basically said that some guy can see the killer. Oh, he's on the fucking train. Some guy who's a who's a Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper is able to see this guy who's killing people on the train, and it's the dumbest fucking explanation. It every once in a while when you're writing a story, like uh, you will try to find where the story is going. Like you don't plan it out in your head. You you start writing it and you just see where it goes. Clive Barker clearly was doing this shit because he was writing it's like, how am I going to resolve this? Huh? Well, this is the dumbest thing I can think of. He just wrote it down there. So, that... Funny. I've yeah. read that short story. It has <laughs> almost nothing to do with that movie. Oh, really? Oh. Well, it I think is. he wrote the screenplay, so... There is a there's an underground train where murders happen, but... Yeah. In Clive Barker fashion, it gets a lot weirder and grosser. Yeah. yeah. And the movie does not. Yeah. It's uh, not, a, not particularly interesting. You mentioned the Kiefer Sutherland horror movie. Luckily, it was nice. not the the fucking... What was the, the one that we talked about? The remake of Sporlos? Oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah, well, luckily it wasn't that. Instead, it was Mirrors. Mirrors is really fucking... It, Mirrors is, feels like a good, bad movie. Like, the effects are really stupid, and Kiefer Sutherland is just clearly doing Jack Bauer. And you're thinking to yourself, wait, I want to see Jack Bauer in a horror movie. That sounds awesome. It's not awesome. It's actually really fucking dumb. So, I, uh... I don't recommend Mirrors. I don't recommend Dead Girl. I hated it so much I don't want to talk about it. But, uh, another movie that I hated so much that I do want to talk about it is Quarantine. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Remember how much oh, I liked nice. Wreck? <laughs> Remember how I thought Wreck was, like, really dope? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Owned. yeah, Wreck is great. You should watch Wreck. Speaking of movies that Lulinks loved in 2007. I, I believe that. Yeah, good. I'm glad that they liked it. You know, find this little known, like, you know, foreign movie. Hey, guys, watch it. I know it's got subtitles. Check it out. Oh, Quarantine is, like, one of the more embarrassing ones. Like, that's, like, the, the shit that Bong Juno was making fun of us for. It's like, get over your one-inch fear of subtitles. That's Quarantine. Quarantine is, like, the shittiest of American remakes. See, like, one of the things that, like, what? You were going to say something? It's so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to praise it. I have always hated Dexter's sister as an actress, but, like, dear lord. See, that's the thing that gets me, is I really got to talk about the beginning of this movie, because, like, remember the beginning of Wreck is uh, they're filming at a fire station. I have worked in local news television before, and what struck me about it is I was watching it, and... Ferris Militude, that's what's actually, that looks like local TV. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's like, hey, we don't have a real story for you. We were going to go to the fire department and interview them. It was like, this is what it's like to slide down the pole. Like, that's what they're doing. In this awful, awful remake, they add in a whole bunch of, like, sexual jokes and innuendos in there because it's American audiences and they got to have the implication that someone's going to get lead. And it's so embarrassing because that was a really good story, and they're ruining it in this one. And I, <laughs> I, I really did hate this. <laughs> I gotta raise my head when you said that. Oh, that's tell a work story. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, as I'm sure most of the listeners know, I, I deal poker. Um, I was dealing a game the other night. Uh, dude bluffs another dude. Uh, he shows down his bluff. You know, he's like real proud of himself. The other guy's like. I can't believe you did it. I can't believe you played that hand. And the guy that bluffed goes, it's not about the hand. 
it's about the implication. And I <laughs> lost it, and nobody else got the joke. <laughs> you didn't make a spicy keychain joke? I. You look, didn't have the time. That guy went right for it. I already knew that the fucking guy that lost the hand was staring daggers at me for laughing at the guy that just beat him's joke, but, uh, you know, That's sometimes one, you just, you know, sometimes makes a reference to one of the 30 best Always Sunny episodes, yeah. you just have to, you know, yeah. just roll with it. Alright, uh, I gotta get to Sorry, this. continue. No, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, fuck quarantine. That movie can suck my dick. Uh, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, I, it's I, so I bad. no love for that one from here. I'll tell you that. We're, we're gonna, I'm, I'm sure we're gonna talk about another remake of a movie that you really like in a little bit that mm-hmm. I think is fine. But, uh, no, this one's actually fucking dog shit. Yeah. I also think the movie that's coming later is fine. Uh, quarantine forgot, is. But, uh, woof. Yeah. That All movie right. stinks. Uh, yeah. And that's for me, who could barely read at an adult. Oh, we're gonna talk about like one of your movies. fucking three star ratings in a little bit, buddy. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, fucking dipshit. Okay. I'm so sorry. Be nice. What I, do. I watched. Oh boy, sorry. I watched Dead Snow. Uh, Dead Snow is about Nazi zombies in the snow. Uh, it's actually quite good. This is a uh, this is a very interesting movie, and uh, I'm glad that the horror list makes room for stupid shit like this. So. Not happy that it makes uh, room for stupid shit like The Last House on the Left, the remake. Oh, buddy. By Alexander <laughs> Aha. This, uh, first of all, like, I, I have said in the past that, like, if you're going to remake something, remake something that was bad, you know? Because no one's going to be like, oh, I like the original more because the original fucking sucks. Just like, now you have the technology to do it well, right? But instead they chose The Last House on the Left. Why a fucking... Don't do that. This movie's fucking boring. You know? Now they got, like, more gore in it. Oh, well, that's what the original was missing. That, that'll that make this one more. You like that, though. Oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, I, I don't have uh, any time for that. What the fuck was, uh... What's my... Co- oh, that fucking thing. Watch a Palestinian horror movie that I... That I no, not Palestinian. <laughs> was it was, it it was Indonesian. Existing? No, no, it was Indonesian. It was Indonesian. I, I, wait, was it? Yeah, I think it was Indonesian. I think those countries are like right next to each other. It's an easy mistake. No, to make. fucking no, because I watched a Palestinian one too. It had a, a similar title. It was whatever Macabre is. Uh, I I I think just based on the title that Macabre was. Uh, yeah, that Macabre is the Indonesian one because I called it uh, the Jakarta, Texas, or the Jakarta Chainsaw Massacre. That's that's what they're doing. That's there. pretty good. Yeah, kind of boring. Um. Uh, oh, here finally a good one, and not just a good one. I would call this a great movie. I I will not spoil this for the listeners. The, if, if I watch any movie on this list, this is the one to check out. I actually really like the way this is done. This is a movie called Triangle. Oh yeah. hell yeah! I'm so happy. Oh, you've both seen it. Great. Yes, so, we have. So for the <laughs> listeners, uh, listeners probably haven't heard of this. A lot of people haven't heard of Triangle. Basic idea. I've talked about it on the show. All right, I wasn't listening though. Uh, so girl, <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, good. yeah. Girl gets on a boat, and there's other guys with her, including Liam Hemsworth. And uh, yeah, he's there. And uh, they they're caught in like a sea storm, and their their boat capsizes, and they're picked up by a much bigger like ocean liner sort of thing. And uh, no one's bored. We're like, hey, nice to be saved. Don't want to die in the middle of the ocean. They get on there. There's like no crew. What the hell? How could that possibly be? And they get st- they they start getting picked off one by one. And from there, I'm going to stop talking about it. From there, 
it becomes one of the more interesting, very, very well shot, so well directed and edited and everything. It's so easy to follow, this movie. Despite having a somewhat complicated storyline, I realize that it's it's so much easier to watch and follow along than it is to like explain it in words, you know? Uh, and one of the things I really liked was the ending. I thought the ending was really poignant in a way that, without giving too much away, it reminded me of the basic moral uh, pretense of the Babadook, but, like, a darker, more tragic version of that, you know? Uh, the performances are all exactly what I was looking for, and what was shocking to me is that a lot of people don't like this movie. And it's not all just uh, people saying, oh, I didn't get it, it was a real mind-bender. Okay, alright, some, some movies are too complicated for babies to understand. A lot of people, they watch it, and I know they paid attention, because they're talking about different parts of it, they're just like, oh yeah, you know, typical, you know, uh, horror movie shut. It didn't even feel like a horror movie for me. I went more, not to give too much away, more science fiction, fantasy sort of stuff. I I, I was captivated the whole time. I, I thought Triangle was uh, one of the best movies I've seen on the list. And uh, I was kind of depressed that other people didn't like this one. But again... If you're listening to this, please watch Triangle. So, um, two things on that. Mm. Number one, really, really good point about how easy to watch this movie is. It really is impossible to get lost. And, like, yeah, this is a plot line that would be convoluted if a worse director made it. Mm. Like, I've seen versions of this movie that fucking suck. Mm -hmm. And this one's pretty good. Like, I probably watched this, like, four years ago. And, uh... I still kind of remember all the beats of it. Yeah. Like I, 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 I can like map it out in my head. Like I know how this movie, you know, goes, and mm-hmm. that's that's saying something for a movie, you know, like this. Uh, to your point about people not liking this movie, I feel like the reason people don't like this movie is because they were expecting a spooky ghosts on a boat movie. Yeah. And they didn't get it. Yeah. Like I think it's actually kind of the opposite. Uh, as an aside, uh, next time you are over here, my wife hates this movie. Like hates it. Yeah, my girlfriend and hates it. I I don't really understand why, but uh, uh, I'm afraid uh, by all means, out. drag that out of her. She like, uh, it, does not like, like anything with, involving time loops of any. That sends her down a spiral of panic. She does not enjoy, so she does not like that no. movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's weird because like we'll mouse over this on whatever streaming service it's fucking on at the time, and like she'll just scoff as we scroll past it, like without even me stopping or anything, because I think she knows I've seen it. But it's it's very interesting that the people that hate this movie seem to really hate this movie. I I you know I think you bring up an interesting point about people going into this. Like for example, it's on the list. Uh, and I put it on being like, oh, great, another one from the list. You were just happy you didn't have to watch a fucking horror movie. Yeah, basically, that's that's basically what it is, and I guess other people are the opposite way. They wanted their horror movie, and they didn't get it. Uh, I was surprised. I watched a good movie instead of a horror movie. And then I... I, I mean... Yeah. And then I I, I can only it. speak for myself on this, and then we can move on, yeah. but uh, uh, I put this on expecting yeah. it was a horror movie, yeah. too. I just, you know, yeah. have taste, so... Yeah, well, speaking of taste and uh, speaking of good movies, I watched The Human Centipede. Uh, first one. <laughs> it's that movie yeah, is god awful and also not that gross at all. Yeah, well, that was the thing is like um, the director Tom Normies man. Well, that's the thing is like I I know why it's on the list. A lot of people talked about it, but it's also 
I, I hate movies like this for a variety of reasons. One is more boring than anything else. Like, it, it barely counts as a movie. It doesn't really tell a complete story. Oh, it sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. It's just, there's just not, I mean, literally, that's one of the things that they do. But, like, it's it's just Thank you, Chris. really fucking dull. <laughs> uh, and it's very mean-spirited uh, in the sense that, like, I, that's why I didn't like Audition. And Audition's like a real movie. But, like, Audition has a very, very dim view of humanity. And I, it's it's a, a view of humanity that I can't really sign on with. And uh, they made this movie. Uh, I I don't I don't know. I hate shit like this. Uh, I thought one of the stupidest parts is uh, the, apparently Tom Six uh, contacted a real surgeon and said, "Hey, if I wanted to do this, what would I do?" And that guy didn't call the cops and instead told him, "Well, you'd have to remove the kneecaps because they'd be on their knees the whole time and it would hurt otherwise." So we get like that scene in the movie. Thanks for fucking nothing. But also, like, to... percent medically <laughs> accurate. <laughs> yeah, well, to Parker's point about, like, um... Uh, it's... I already forgot what Parker said about it. It's not that gross. Uh, no, I don't see anything Yeah, all. exactly. Like, literally, like, the everyone's wearing underwear, and, like, they have, like, bandages and everything. So it's like, well, I know you're not actually all up in his grundle, you know? So you just kind of... You just have some fucking German guy going nah, 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 over there the whole time. It's like, fucking, who likes this? Oh, no, that was Alex in his class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Alright, uh, next one. Tremendous disappointment here. Uh, I did not like Rec 2. Uh, or Rec Squared, as they uh, stylized it. So, as good as Rec was, and as bad as Quarantine was, it was like, well, let's let let's let Spain go back to this is their movie, you know. Let them was do it Spain. I thought it was Mexico. Not nah, Spain. Okay. Um, My bad. Sounds like something I would Sorry. say. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, like I actually remember this being talked about as a Mexican movie, which is like um, I'm pretty sure this. It is was Lulu. I I, I believe yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I trust you over yeah, yeah. people that post on the internet. Yeah. But uh, anyway, in Rex Squared, it takes place. It's. I don't even know, like, prequel's really the the right word or even sequel. It is... It, it takes place basically at, like, the same time as as Rec 1. And, um... Like, it starts off with, like, a SWAT team going into that apartment complex. And right off the bat, it's weaker. Because you don't have, like, you know, the real... Also, you know what's coming and stuff, and that kind of kind of makes it not as good... Uh, but it's still it's still interesting. It's still well shot. You know, it, there's still like you know thrills and chills. It, I mean that it's it's fun in that sense. But unfortunately, the worst part about Rec Two is that it somehow made Rec One worse. And let me explain how they did that. The worst part of Rec One was the secret explanation for why this pandemic is happening. It's originally thought to be, like, a sort of, like, rabies spinoff of, like, a dog, you know? Like, you think, oh, they were playing with a dog, and that's why they're acting like zombies now. But the more, the deeper you get into, like, the mystery, it, it had to do with... I, I, these words have been dancing around in my fucking head. The devil's enzyme that they, stu- that they <laughs> dug out of a fucking jungle somewhere in South Africa. That sounds like a weed strain. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it, I just I just remember those words and think to myself, oh no. And then she gets dragged off camera and you're just like, oh, okay, thank God that's over. There's so much religion in Rex Squared and it's so fucking embarrassing. And there, it turns out they're not zombies, they're actually uh, fucking possessed and everything. And it's 
that's so much worse. Really? It is so much lamer. Yeah, there's one. They, they, he's like tied up, and he's talking like he's a fucking Pazuzu or something. It's that's not. That sounds good. like ass. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> there's still some good. Sh- there's still some good shots, you know. <clears throat> oh, well, I better make my next one's good. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh, Parker. I guess we gotta talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk. What's up, buddy? Wait, I I have to ask because you want me to ask, Alex. Have you seen Splice? I don't think I have. Like, I I <laughs> feel like maybe I have. Like, it sounds familiar, but I can't identify. All right, I will I will talk about it and see if you have seen All it. Right, my, I'll let you know. My prediction is, if you have seen this, you despised it. Uh, Splice is, uh, first of all, produced by Guillermo del Toro, so that <laughs> could have been a hint. Uh, the basic idea here is uh, two scientists, Adrian Brody and uh, some woman, they uh, create some sort of like, they, they find this like, I, I don't know, I think they created a lab, right Parker? They create some sort of like, they create life in some sort of way, but it's really just like a hunk of flesh, you know? But it's still basically sentient and, and stuff, and they're like, oh, this is interesting. What if we combine human DNA with it? And their boss, who's like a total spoil sport, says no. So they do it anyway. And it evolves over time very quickly. And um, it turns into this, this human creature hybrid splice sort of thing. Now, anyway, they have to take it out of the science lab and go raise it in a barn. Now, as I was watching it, I saw some of the letterbox reviews and people hated this movie. People were like, oh, this is one of the worst ones I've ever seen. And I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself, I actually think it's pretty good so far. Like, there's some stupid shit. Like, the science in here is really stupid. And the scientists themselves are making horrible decisions. And there's some dumb shit like in there. Like, one of my favorite things is uh, uh, the, the female scientist is trying to teach this place how to spell words using Scrabble tiles. And at one point, the the splice thing spells out the word nerd n-e-r-d because uh the girl's wearing a shirt that says i'm a science nerd on there and it's like oh look she learned how to read my shirt and uh and adrian produce is like you're referring to her like it's a child we'll get to that uh anyway uh they're, they're like why you're calling her uh, what she have a name all of a sudden and she's like yeah and she looks at nerd upside down she says her name is dren and I thought to myself, oh, that's not good. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot that. Oh, yeah. my God. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like I need to watch this. Uh, give me a second. No? Give me All a second right, cool. here. So... Appreciate it. <laughs> Take the bullet. Wait a minute. Parker, should we make him watch this? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I like think I have already to... has a bone to pick with me, so I'll say I, no. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil this one for you, because I... I'm still grieving. If you, nice. I'm just a little guy. If you, if you watch this with oh, your wife, then you'll never forgive <laughs> me. So, anyway, I, I was actually kind of enjoying it, like, an hour in. Are you in. kidding me? If she hates the movie way more than me, then I will send you flowers, dude. It's so much fun for me. Uh, anyway... Uh, one of the things I liked about it, I, I will give some praise here, is it looks really good. Like, this is a 2009 movie, and I was, like, kind of blown away. I was like, well, this just looks really good. And uh, I, I I think Guillermo del Toro does that a lot. Like, he's really good at, like, creature effects and stuff. I was like, this looks really good. 
And then Adrian Brody start. Oh yeah, by the way, the splice thing it can like change genders like really quickly. Those what I don't know. Adrian Brody uh, teaches Dren how to dance. Now this scene is the first of three that will stick with you. Uh, because the camera starts getting really close between the two. And there's like, they start developing romantic feelings for each other. This freak of nature that ought to be killed. And Adrian and Brody. Also an and also Adrian Brody. <laughs> uh, Parker, should we, should we get him to watch this? You should, no. No, Just no. Okay, let, I'm gonna, let him know. For those of you who want to watch Splice, I'm giving you an out. Spoiler ahead. Adrian Brody fucks Splice. Now, <laughs> this is a very embarrassing scene to watch, but not nearly so embarrassing as when uh, the Splice thing turns into a male and rapes the uh, female scientist at the end of the movie. And then flies off into the night like a demon. This movie fucking sucks so bad. It is one of the most embarrassing endings I've ever seen. Once Adrian shot is the wife being pregnant with the splice monsters baby. (laughs) Yeah, it's very much. I have to say, it is very much in that 1950s sort of vibe of like, uh, well, what has God wrought when we trampled in God's domain? It's like, oh, thanks for the shit, man. (laughs) Uh, Other ones on here. I'm going longer than I wanted. Um, Frozen, not the Elsa one. The story is about... Somehow uh, worse than the Elsa yeah. one. Yeah, this is about three people who get stuck in a ski lift. Boring. And it's yeah, really try cold and drag outside. that to an hour and a half, I dare you. They do, somehow. That's the thing, it's like, I like, oh, it's a simple setup. Yeah, make it a short, okay? It's fucking... Like, at least 300 movies on the list and be like, man, this would be a really good, like, 30-minute episode of something. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I watched The Wolfman, uh, the one with Benicio Del Toro, and uh, every old guy who's ever acted before. Uh, can you imagine, had, Parker, did you see The Wolfman, the 2010 version? I've been meaning to forever, just because it's such a weird thing that exists. But it's, it's very, very weird. It's it's so weird. It kind of reminds me, well, one that I liked was uh, the fucking, uh, the Echabod Crane one with uh, Johnny Depp. What was it called? Sleepy yeah, Hollow. Sleepy I Hollow. like Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow's good. Sleepy Hollow rules. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the Wolfman is kind of like the same vibe, like, it's, a, like, Victorian settings, and, like, kind of like the Hammer movies, but, like, you're watching it, and I, you want to take your date out to see the werewolf movie, and instead you get this, which is two hours of, like, the oldest people in film <laughs> acting, and it's, it's a good story, it's, like, kind of decent, but it's, like, it's so much older than you're ready for, you kind of have to, like, get yourself ready for it. Let's see what else I watch. Um, no, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, I don't think I want to talk about that either. Uh, oh, The Last Exorcism. Oh, my God. I try not to be, you know, I try not to proselytize too much, but, like, we have to stop letting the Protestants make exorcism movies. <laughs> y- you guys don't get Or just that. things in general, honestly. Yeah, th- that too. You guys don't get the... the what a surprise Eli Roth's name was attached to something that's barely fucking watchable. This is one of the most boring fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It was so fucking embarrassing, dude. And the ending, that shit, I'm not even gonna spoil it. I don't wanna talk about it. I wanna talk about Piranha 3D. Oh, fuck. Finally, Alexandra <laughs> Aha makes a good movie. This one rules. So, this is one of those remakes that's like better than the original. People, oh, there's an original? Yeah, it was called Piranha. It was directed by Joe Dante. 
It's not very good. This nope. one is good. This is about piranhas and they attack people. It starts off cold open with Richard Dreyfus. Remember him from Jaws? Okay, so Jaws no. is this shark movie from 1975. Anyway, he's in this. And he's on a boat and he's drinking beer and he's fishing. Ah, the life. It's sport. And he's talking like the god pigeon. And... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he gets eaten by piranhas. So Jerry O'Connell is in this, who plays a pornographer. <laughs> he is doing a lot. It's, it's good that Jerry O'Connell gets to have a good time in this, up until his dick he's gets He's just eaten. the Girls Gone Wild guy. Yeah, he's, well, for legal about? reasons, he is not the Girls Gone Wild guy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he actually said that out loud. He kept saying, yeah, I get to play the Girls Gone Wild guy, I get to play the Girls Gone Wild guy, and they... In the movie, it's Wild Wild Girls. <laughs> and so the girls got Wild Guy was just like, hey, I don't think this is really fair. I'm not as shitty as that guy. And, like, he even keeps saying, I'm playing the girls got Wild Guy. And to which Jerry O'Connell responded, yeah, I get to play the girls got Wild Guy. Oh, sorry, for legal reasons, I get to play a character based on the girls got Wild Guy. <laughs> Legally distinct women. Yeah. <laughs> losing control. Yeah, uh... A lot of boobage in this movie. Uh, not that I'm complaining because I'm straight, but uh, must be nice. That's the thing is like when the movie reaches like its boring points where the movie's just kind of like dragging along. You got something to look at while they're talking to you. <laughs> Do the voice. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I got something coming up for you. I'll tell you what. Piranha 3D really good. The I really like the ending. Uh, I thought the climax was like a lot of shit goes into it. That's a good movie. Like, it knows what it wants to be. You know? The effects know that they're supposed to look the way that they do. It, it That's a well-constructed movie. I like that I don't have to talk about the plot because the title kind of gives it away. <laughs> and now for my uh, Family Guy impression. Uh, I, Gabby's boyfriend and I went to go see a movie. Uh, <laughs> we went to go see a movie called Bones and All. Uh, you may have heard okay. about this. I, I just, before we continue, yeah. I'm just picturing you showing up to pick him up for your mandate, and he's dressed like Stewie Griffin, dressed like the Admiral. <laughs> so, continue. <laughs> so, so for Bones and All, uh, Bones and All is one that's got, like, a lot of talk. You know, it's like, oh, one of the best movies of the year. I'm like, well, that's high praise, because this is a good year for movies. And I watched it, and I don't think this is one of the best of the year. I don't think this makes my top ten. Um... I don't, I don't even know if this makes my top 20. I do think it's pretty good, but I think it has some central problems. What is it about? It's about uh, Timothy Chalamet and some girl. Uh, and they are both cannibals. But cannibals in a sense that it's almost... It's not like a superpower, but it's like... Uh, it's something that is almost supernatural in a way. You know, It's, it's kind of like if they were living zombies. <laughs> like Morpheus, uh, but like it's it's portrayed yeah. like 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 uh, the female character. She's been doing this since she was three years old. She instinctively will bite you and eat your flesh, you know. And it's very tough for her to hold this back. And the desire to do so only gets stronger. And the basic idea of this is it, it feels like it is a metaphor for loneliness. These are the loners, the freaks, the outcasts of society that we ought to be a bit kinder too because we don't know what they're going to what they're going through therein lies the problem here it's kind of like the true blood thing it's like oh these are the outcasts of society you eat human flesh <laughs> i'm not going to be your friend 
Like, it's different from the kid who does the Naruto run in the high school hallways, okay? That's... That guy, yeah, you can be friends with him, whatever. This... No, you can't be friends with these people. They're killing innocent human beings. I, uh... There are things I like. I like the the camera work in this. I think is very, very good. It's probably going to get an Oscar nom for that alone. Uh, it feels like you can smell this movie. I feel... I think smell is one of the important uh, subsets of this movie. It's like you... There are certain places that you can just smell, and they talk about, oh, I can smell one another. That's how they, like, know when one another is an eater, is what they're called. Who calls it, who uh, who calls them eaters? Why, Mark Rylance, who is an Academy Award winner for Bridge of Spies. In this movie, he plays Herbert the Pervert. I cannot <laughs> emphasize enough that he is just doing, it's like, Oh fuck! I don't know if I can do this voice. Shit! Oh, no, I was doing it earlier. No, no, no! Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh fuck! I can't do it. Fuck! <laughs> no. All right. Give me a second. I actually can't reach that register. I did it when I walked out. Fucking! Imagine if Herbert the pervert was saying, "So you want to come?" With I can't do it. Fuck! I'm out. I can't. My voice is shot, so I can't do. The, probably should have let him. All right, huh? tune in next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. An hour probably. later. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's a wash. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, anyway, tried to keep your voice fresh for you. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, what are you gonna uh, tell you what? Take my word on it. If you watch this, he 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 sounds just like Herbert the pervert, <laughs> at least in one scene. Uh, and we were the only ones in the theater, so I leaned over to him and I was just like. Hey, doesn't he kind of sound like Herbert the pervert? And he laughed really hard. And I, I like, I feel good now. Um, what else? Oh, Let Me In, uh, the remake. Oh. <laughs> that movie can fucking eat my dick, dude. I, I hate. Yeah, that that's movie. that's the movie I was talking about earlier. Oh right, 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 right. A yeah, remake that yeah, I the... didn't hate that much. Uh, yeah, it's fine. yeah, see, a lot of people. It's uh, not good, no. but like, it's not bad. I, I, I really watched like at least two worst movies this week. Yeah, it's it's got really embarrassing CGI. I have to say, I think a lot of the hate is uh, probably not fair to the movie because I just like the original so much more. But also, like, let's say it for you like this. I loved the original. I remember when I when I watched it, I was like, man, that's so cool. I bought a Let the Right One In poster, and one of the words it had on there was like, it had a whole bunch of reviews where it says, see it now before Hollywood remakes it and ruins the whole thing. Well, Hollywood remade it and ruined the whole thing. And, and I, I think the remake is a very bad movie. I, I think it is very, very poorly done. I think it misses the important points or it misplays them. It gets just about everything wrong, but there's a Rubik's Cube in it, so it's not that bad. Uh, other than that, I watched Paranormal Activity 2, aka one of the most boring fucking things ever made. Parker, how do you like that movie? It's whatever. Yeah, that's what I, I don't remember which is which. Yeah, exactly. We're all the fucking same stupid ass shit. Sorry, I'm mad I can't do the Herbert the Pervert voice. <laughs> Wait, am I, I'm thinking of a different franchise, aren't I? Parker, what's the one I'm thinking of with the where they, they make the documentary about the guy that goes to the haunted house? And they go to the haunted house and they get stuck. Oh, fucking Grave Encounters! Oh, Grave yeah. Encounters. Yeah, that's yeah. different. Oh, yeah, no, 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 that's right. better. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, is that in Chris's future? Is that on the list? Uh, that is a uh, that's a Netflix party watch special right there. I already, I already, I already saw Grave Encounters. I talked about it. No, Grave Encounters two. We're talking about. Oh no, I haven't seen that. Uh, Troll Hunter, the last one. Uh, Troll Hunter is good. That's all I guess. <laughs> Alex, go ahead. Alright, um, got a couple to talk about here after, uh, you know, our few weeks in the, uh, 
Are we just pretending the week you fucked up is a week off too? Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't oh, fuck I up all of it. I, I got some still recorded. Oh, so, yeah. so so we have a partial out there. There we go. Basically, I hope it's just like Parker's unfiltered audio released to the world. Oh, like, yeah. That's assuming I just him in the background. Which I definitely did like, not do before yeah. I had to book that flight. Just yeah. him in the background going, man, "What the fuck is he talking about now?" <laughs> Grandpa, I love you. I miss you so much. But it had to be the week of Thanksgiving. Come on, man. We ain't all made of money around here. Come on, man. That shit hurts. Drove. How far is it? Like 12 I, hours? My dad would not let me. I was like, bro, I don't, I don't want to be on a plane. And then uh, he booked a connecting flight that he was also on, so the end of that. Oh, there you go. You watch any good inflate movies? I guess we'll get to that. Uh, No, but also we will get to um, it. Let Alex go. <laughs> yeah, Parker. I have to Stop cut all this. Out. Sorry. <laughs> I'm grieving. You can't be mean to me. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's uh, I am being nice. <laughs> um, so a couple. Uh, we we've just had like you know a lot of like early two thousands comedy slash comedy ish movies on in this house lately, most of which aren't worth bringing up, but I will bring up a couple. Um, so we we rewatched Bedazzled. Never, um, I never really actually watched that one. Okay, well, uh, here's what you need to know. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley might be the worst devil in cinema history. Oh. <laughs> I think I heard about that. <laughs> I, I mean, like, you know, I'm fine with it, but also, like, she's extremely nice to Brendan Fraser at the end of this movie, in a way that it's like, come on, you're the devil, what yeah. are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be the, like, evil incarnate, what's going on here? Um, uh, how do you portray the devil? I'm British. Okay, that's all you, you know, that's 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 fair. Yeah. Like, I'm totally on board with all of it. I just remember uh, the cover to this movie. Uh, I think this movie is like like it has good ideas, but doesn't really have jokes to go with the ideas. Like Brendan Fraser wishing to be, you know, rich and powerful and getting turned into a Colombian drug lord is like, it's a funny idea but there's not much to go with it. Brendan Fraser wishing to be, like, a rich, successful athlete that women love. Great idea. And then he's just, like, this fucking, like, Kentucky-ass white dude with a tiny dick who's, like, eight feet tall. Like, really good. Yeah, the, but, the punchline of that whole thing is just his cock is tiny, so he can't enjoy it. Yeah, Which it's, is it's, it's, it's a 15-minute setup for, like, a five-second joke. Oh. But, you know, eh, it's watchable. It's fine. A movie that I had much more fun with, and a movie that I have not seen since it came out, like, 20 fucking years ago, is Rat Race. Oh. Now... Oh, my God. Now we're talking. Why did we put on Rat Race? Josh, I know your ears perked up. Yes, it's because of Pac Bean. <laughs> I, 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 scroll, I scrolled through Netflix, I see the Mr. Rowan Bean is in a movie, so I, I, I press play. What can I say? Josh was, like, yelling in Kajinis about how... <laughs> How have you never heard of Pac Bean? Why would you have ever heard of Pac Bean? I exactly. I had no idea what Literally the fuck Literally, the only that is. time it's ever come up on our servers when I posted in the Omni Fantasy channel in I'm order to talk about cricket. Yeah, like, I have he, also never heard of Pac Bean, but he seemed very upset, so I didn't want to tell him that. Have, yeah. have you? Yeah, should we? I have now. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think googled it since. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Is this a yeah. thing I know?" And I was like, "That's a pretty good bit." The, the yeah, fraud, I'm, fuck, pack me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never fucking heard of that. <laughs> now I remember liking this movie as you know a preteen, 
you know, eh, I love Smash Mouth. I love Mr. Bean. I love all the things, all the components of this movie. There are jokes. It's funny. Um, <laughs> one joke that I definitely didn't understand how funny it was at the time was when John Lovitz and his extremely Jewish family are driving on the road towards Arizona and they see signs <laughs> for the Barbie Museum and his kids are like, I want to go to the Barbie Museum. I want to go to the Barbie Museum. And then they go there and it's the Klaus Barbie Museum. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good bit. Unbelievably good bit. I Don't was they steal Hitler's laughing car? at that for like 10 minutes. I'm sure you're watching <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this doesn't seem like the kind of movie where somebody would steal Hitler's car, and yet. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been it's... years and years. Yeah, and years. oh yeah, this doesn't seem like you what you rewatch. I I never thought that I needed to rewatch this. I mean, it's 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 a fucking movie where Mr. Bean talks. Like, you know, yeah. who, who's asking for that? Yeah. But uh, it's kind of like this bridge between comedy eras. Where, like, you know, like, John Cleese is pretty prominently featured in this and is fucking hilarious in this movie, just, like, kind of by existing. It's not even, you know, it's not like he's just, like, riffing and riffing and riffing. It's not like that. He's just a funny person. I mean, maybe not so much these days, but, like, you know. (laughs) I, like, you have all of these, like, you know... 80s early 90s comedians in this movie who have this one style of humor and then you have you know Cuba Gooding Jr. running around in his boxers the whole time and it's like yeah that was early 2000s comedy like it's just it sits on this line and like I'm not saying anybody should appreciate PG-13 comedies over the last 40 years like as a genre because like why would you do that but I had a lot of fun with this I was really surprised um yeah, Rat Race, solid recommend for a two-hour PG-13 comedy. Two? Um, I will yeah. say, uh, the you should have bought a squirrel bit as a kid. Went over very big in this household. Fantastic. Really good bit. Everyone loved it. Repeated ad nauseum for like two years. And you know why that bit is so good? Because it gets like 15, 20 minutes to breathe. It really like, does. You're, you, you have time between encountering the squirrel lady... And hitting the you should have bought a squirrel cliff jump. Like, it... Incredible bitch to have this insane woman just, like, send them to their deaths for not buying a squirrel. It's a pretty good bit. I also really appreciate Seth Green and Seth Green's friend, a guy whose name I don't remember, whose entire character is, I just got a tongue ring and can't talk properly. <laughs> That's right, shit. It's that whole Fuck, I might watch Rat character. Race this week. Yeah, I, might, I might watch Rat Race, too. You'll have a good time. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, it's not episode-worthy, because that would just be an episode where we're repeating jokes that right. are in the movie yeah, back. Yeah. Like, 100%. But, like, that movie's fucking funny. And Guy from Smash Mouth gets to talk a lot at the end of that movie. And uh, <laughs> it just made me think of him doing that Enterprise Renicar fucking show where he was hammered and kept asking him if they smoked cock and telling telling them all that the bitches that work here are so ugly. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I just wins all around. Had a great time. Now a movie I did uh, How many fucking movies did you watch? Jeez, hurry up. Yeah, I know, Jeez, right? I, I, I'm, I, Chris, I'm so sorry. I cut a chart. I'm terribly sorry, man. Um... So, The Wheel assigned me a Stephen King adaptation. Okay. And as we established on this podcast, one of the ground rules of The Wheel is that you cannot pick a movie that's on the list. Okay. Now, I do not know where to find the list, 
nor did I want to ask somebody to try. So I'm like, I'm just going to pick something that I know for a fact is definitely not on the list. Right. And immediately after watching Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, I was like, you know what? I need more Idris Elba in my life. So I watched <laughs> The Dark Tower. That is, yeah, correct. That's not on the Parker. list. <laughs> Three stars, huh? Did I? Three I think at that point... stars, huh? I think back in the day, three stars, I would give that to anything like, well, that wasn't offensive. Like, but no, that's that's an incorrect uh, rating. But also... No. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, I'm not gonna go back and <laughs> revise it, because also, I'm never gonna rewatch The Dark Tower, but... Uh, so... Yeah, my rating as scale internally has changed over the years. They yeah, used to be like, hey, I, that wasn't the worst dog shit I've ever seen. I never read this book slash books slash question mark. It's one book? No, it's like a... It's like a whole series. I, it's several, I, right? I, I read the first Dark Tower. It's actually pretty interesting. Because, like, the first hour of this movie, I'm sitting there like, all right, so this is, like, movie one of six, and it just didn't do well. So they oh, they, made, yeah, they right? were never going to finish this. <laughs> yeah, and then the last 30 minutes is just, I guess, the other five books. Is but, it? I, wow. I talked to I, Dan. Dan's a huge fan, so. I have no fucking idea what happened in this movie. Like, Same. Okay, so I'm sure you guys at some point in your life have talked to, like, a guy that went to go see Dune because everyone was talking about it and then was, like, mad that it's, like, half a book. Like, Yeah, that, yeah, that was like, the episode, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were that guy, weren't you? I I mean, I wasn't... All right, Mads. I, Mads I didn't feel hoodwinked. Like, uh, do I mean, not post yeah, on the internet that I was mad. Uh, well, I mean, I also enjoyed Dune. I just I, I thought it was just pretty good. Because, you know, it's half a movie, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Very pretty to look at. Don't understand why he loves those games Dark Tower. so much. Neither here nor there. Dark Tower, yes. I have no fucking idea what happened in this movie. Like, I have no idea why anyone did any of the things they did. It's like, I understand there's an evil wizard played by Matthew McConaughey who has quips for some reason. Uh, Idris Elba has guns. He likes to shoot them. I don't understand why that is supposed to beat wizard in the grand scheme of things. Uh, the bad wizard wants to destroy the universe. Don't really know why. He just seems to want to do it for the sake of doing it. And he needs to kidnap children with psychic powers from other dimensions to do so. I guess. I think that's the plot of this. Man, I don't remember and a second of this movie. <laughs> I, Dude, I... I don't understand why any of the things that happened in this movie happened. Like, they go to, like, ye old medieval village in Idris Elba's world, and, like, then the bad guys show up because they work for the sorcerer, but also the sorcerer can just, like, snap his fingers and people fall dead, so I don't really understand why he has henchmen to do things. I, I, I don't... Then they go to New York, and we get Idris Elba as fish out of water for, I think, three minutes before the plot continues, and it's just like, this should have been half of the third movie in this series like i don't I, I i don't have any bad things to say to the people that read this book and like it because i don't know what this fucking book is supposed to be about i don't know why this is a 90 minute movie that's covering like six thousand pages of material it makes no fucking sense and i'll never but, read it because uh stephen king can't nail an ending so i'm not going to read eight books to get to the ending that's for goddamn sure why would you and why is that whole series a 90 minute movie? I, like, 
I think they realize this. Like, it's I don't remember a psychic kid, but I'm like, yeah, Stephen King, probably. Sure, that's probably happened. So, like, like, legitimately, like, there's a training montage for them to, like, go take on the bad wizard at, like, an hour five. It's like, you're looking at the runtime, you're like, so this has to be a cliffhanger, right? Like yeah, it literally right. has to yeah. be. There's no way you can wrap this movie up in 25 minutes. And, well, they don't. But also, they kill the bad guy, and I guess the good guys win. So, yeah, don't watch The Dark Tower. It, Thank you, Wheel. I mean, it's, it's weird. I don't stand by any of my old ratings, but also I will not change them. I mean, the thing, about it, the thing about it is, when I read the book... Again, it was only the first book. I hear there's like, I don't know, 45 in the series or some shit. You know how Stephen King is. I was thinking to myself, this is not filmable. It's interesting stuff. I, I think this is really fascinating, especially because this is very early in his career. You know what You know what inspired him to write it? He found some green paper. He was just like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And he started typing on the green paper. And he just, com- it was he was just like finding the story as he wrote it. And it's, like, interesting. It's not even, like, horror. It's, you know, fantasy sort of shit. And I like that. But if you're going to do this, and it's a huge if, this isn't a project you should do, it's got to be a TV thing. Not even, like, a miniseries, but a series, you know? Yeah, it's got to be minimum 10 hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. And this is all coming from people who haven't even read these fucking books. That's the crazy thing about this is, like, you know, the first, like, 25 minutes of setup are, like, oh, this is interesting. You got this kid, he's seeing visions from another dimension. We know from there another they're from another dimension because, you know, we've seen movies before, but nobody in his life does. And he's, like, you know, trying to figure out what to do about this. And, like, he's got this friend, like, he's got a stepdad that hates him. Like, his mom's trying to get him psychiatric help. He keeps getting kicked out of school. And that's, like, the first third of this movie. And I feel like it's the first hundred pages of the first book. Without knowing any better, oh. like no, the right. first hundred pages, he's a goldsman. Like you don't say. It's like genuinely, like I, I think this is offensive to material that I don't even know about. Yeah, like, I, which is saying something. Because like, how the fuck? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Congrats to Hollywood. Keep doing your thing. Uh, speaking of Hollywood, I have two more movies to talk about. Both of which I saw in theaters this week. Um, so, uh, have you guys heard anything about the menu yet? And you guys have friends that have seen it? Uh, like, yes, like, I have, uh, most of my friends who have seen it have said that they actually liked it quite a bit. I saw, I saw the trailer for it a number of times, like too many times. You did not like it, I remember. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't like the trailer for the menu. I liked it about as much as I liked the trailer for Triangle of Sadness. Uh, but all my friends said, uh, no, it's actually pretty good, so I don't know, I might check it out. So, if you liked Ready or Not, you'll like this movie, right. is the very short version that I can give. Um, oh, shit. This is... <sighs> I'm glad you brought up the Triangle Sadness trailer, a trailer that we have made fun of several times on this fucking show. Because, like, you have two movies that have functionally, like, the same idea presented in the trailer that are coming out at the same time. One of which is this movie that was at Cannes, it's two and a half hours long, it's just like, you know, oh, don't rich people suck, isn't capitalism, oh, excuse me, isn't capitalism bad, isn't that the worst thing ever, don't you hate this, viewers that are at Cannes? And the other one is just like, a movie that's made for people that go to movies, where... There's literally not a redeemable character other than the main character in the whole movie, and 
your feelings about everything that's going on are colored directly by how much of your life you spent in the service industry. Like, it is an absolute fucking rollicking crowd pleaser that most of your theater will like and, like, six people will absolutely love. And it just, it, it fucking nails the vibe that a movie like this needs to nail so much. Look, Chris, you've you've seen the trailer. You had negative feelings about the trailer, right? Yeah, but it was you know, it's a trailer. I, I that's fine. Yeah, I'm not yeah. judging you for that. Yeah. I, look, you're on the boat to the island within ninety seconds of the movie starting. You're on the island Ooh. like three minutes in. That's good. The whole fucking movie is like, hey, we're in Ray Fine's spooky kitchen and stuff is happening. Like, it's it knows exactly what it wants to be. You're at maybe an hour 40 for this. There are, like, genuine laugh lines, no matter who you are. Like, I don't like to describe movies this way because it just sounds like I'm trying to be a completely different person. But, like, this movie is so fucking apolitically anti-rich. Like, it's just like, hey, you've met people that suck. Here are these avatars of people that suck. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter why you hate them. You just you've interacted with them. And it's like, yeah, these fucking stockbroker guys are dickheads. Like I don't like them. It's not saying anything about their wealth or who they might vote for. It's just like, yeah, these are shitty people. Like fuck them. Like I want to see bad things happen to them. And it gets that. And it fucking nails the vibe of this movie so so well. Like it is such a satisfying watch. I promise you if you listen to this show and you watch the movies that we talk about, you will have a good time if you go see this at the theater. Now, I know this... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was I am voiced one, so I downloaded it. Uh, would you say it's less political than Joker? I haven't seen Joker, nor will I, so I can't answer that question. I was waiting for my opening. <laughs> I, look, I, I know. I know. There, <laughs> there's a reason that I specifically don't like to talk about media that way. But, like, I feel like you see that trailer, Chris, the way that you experienced it, you're thinking, like, oh, it's another, like, oh, capitalism is bad. We hate the rich. Eat the rich. Like I can't do that voice right now. So thank you for doing it for I, me. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I got you, buddy. Yeah. Um, it's not really that movie. Yeah. It is like, I, I mean, like if you look at all of the people that come to this dinner that are about to be murdered, you have, you know, yeah, you have like the the asshole stock trader guys, and you have the annoying food critic for whatever fancy schmancy magazine, and you have the the old rich guy cheating on his wife with prostitutes, and you have. John Leguizamo as a washed-up actor who is just kind of doing his thing. Yeah, like, but what it's... role does he play? Got him. Next week's episode, baby. We out. Done. <laughs> play the music. I, I, I promise anybody would have a fun time with this movie. It is a movie that deserves a theater crowd. If you can see this on a weekend night, if you have that privilege, which this movie will scoff at you for having, um... Go see this in a theater with a crowd. It's Fuck, very I'm good. I'm going this weekend. Because I also saw that trailer was like, let me guess. <laughs> They're killing them. Yeah. And then every single review I've seen from people I trust is like, this movie fucking rules. You yeah, like, yeah. That's the same thing I'm getting. It's so good. I 
I'm I'm gonna be honest in a way that I'm normally not honest on this show. I was having a really really horrible mental health day when we went to the theater for this, and I had such a good time that I brought my wife home, and then I drove back to the theater to see another movie. Because I was like, oh yeah, the theater is my happy place. I'm just going to stay in the theater for six hours today. Uh-oh. Which is how I ended up watching Glass Onion. Oh, damn, how is it? I, I, I Hold up. Can we put a moratorium on the trailer jokes? I think they're kind of old. I wasn't going to do one, so but yeah, sure. sure. Just I'm going to do it on Spy Just for all of us. Oh, fucking... We'll bring them back when they're funny again. It was like, whatever. did 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 somebody tell you that they weren't funny? No, honestly, I was thinking to myself, it's like we've been making those jokes a lot. I was like, I don't know. It's just kind of this if, is if, not if, the place for that joke. You understand? No, I I think I you know like, that if Yell Cyclone messaged me and be like, hey, could you lay off? That we would have had to jump on with both feet. I would have <laughs> <I> fucking. <laughs> I I mean, I would have done the opposite. Uh, yeah, yeah, you were there. That was, well, now that we yeah, stopped, yeah, like I, I was the one person that didn't think it was. Funny All right, Parker, Reddit, you so, fucking. Yeah. What did you watch? <laughs> I was gonna, no, I was gonna really. say, uh, real, yeah. just real quick, because we stopped. Yeah. Like, I yeah. saw the trailer for that, didn't like it. Then enough people told me to see the menu. I might see it. I'm still not sold on Violent Night. I see a lot of people telling me it's actually good, but uh, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I, so I, I've got movie. I've got two weeks of school left, yeah. and then I'm gonna watch literally everything in yeah. theaters because I have a month off to do nothing. Yeah, so I'll let you know. I, I'm I'm trying. Oh, you to can see... spend one of those months watching Wakanda forever. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> about Violent Night though because like half of that trailer I really like. I like when he says stuff like "time for some season's beatings." It's just funny to me. But also, like, there's so many parts of there that are not funny, you know? Like, David like, Harbour. I don't know if I don't like David Harbour or if I just don't like Stranger Fa- Things weirdos. I don't think that's Maybe. That, yeah, I don't think it's whatever it's him. Maybe I actually can't separate them. I think I just don't like John Leguizamo. Oh, man. Oh, then you will, uh, <laughs> you will enjoy his role in the menu, if that's the case. Oh, good. All right. Well, uh, tell me about Glass Onion. Okay. Um, so... Let me just start with this. How does the show in general feel about Ruin Johnson? I uh, I loved Knives Out, and I did not like uh, The Last Jedi. I really, really liked Knives Out. I liked Last Jedi when I saw it, and then Nine came out, and I haven't gone back since, because yeah. it's the middle chapter of a trilogy that makes no fucking sense, so why am I going to go back to it? And I okay, so he, I never saw Looper, and he was older stuff. So yeah, and I really? didn't watch Breaking Bad. Dude, I haven't seen Looper no. either. Didn't he also make Brick? Did he make Brick? He did. Make I didn't Brick, make. Yes. I didn't see Brick either. So. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't I, realize I, you guys had seen so little of his work. Which you yeah, know, fair. I guess I'm but, just uh, out on it. Sorry, I have one more thing to add on uh, the menu because okay. I would be remiss if I did not mention this. So. One of the things that I've talked about on the show that stuck with me the most, based on like the moment that it happened, um, was the ending of A Quiet Place, when Emily Blunt cocks that shotgun, and immediately the produced by Michael Bay comes up on the screen, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you tricked me, movie. You fucking assholes. <laughs> Sitting through the credits of the menu, and seeing that Adam McKay has a production credit on oh. this, and knowing which person in this movie he thinks he is... Oh dampened my spirits a little oh, bit. Oh, man. I can't lie. Oh, jeez. Like, nobody else will see that and think that, except for the two of you. Yeah. But... So he thinks he's yeah. the Anya Taylor-Joy character? Uh, I or don't, don't know, know if he thinks he's the Anya Taylor-Joy character, or if he's just 
finger wagging at the people that are him. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't think he sees himself as literally that character. I think he actually would be more likely to see himself as the Ray Fiennes character than anybody else. But it's more just I think the it's pronounced Ralph. Fiennes. Oh, shame on everyone else! Like, I'm not gonna say Ralph Fiennes. That's... I'm not gonna be that American now that we've lost the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> um. Okay. So anyway, Glass Onion. Mm. Um. Ruin Johnson. So here's the thing. This fucking movie is just like an enormous Elon Musk takedown that came out a month after Elon Musk self-combusted and it's incredibly funny that he's just gotta live with the fact that he was too slow. Like, I fucking love that more than anything about this movie. For the record, I enjoyed this movie. I think the first one's better. I think this one is still very good. There's a lot of great performances in it. Once again, you can figure out pretty easily who did it. That's not a joke. I'm just saying okay, that. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you can joke about it. I look. I, it's 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 the in the same vein as Knives Out, where it's a mystery, but it's not a mystery. Like yeah. you're not there for the mystery. There are whodunit parts that the audience, as you're sitting there, is gonna go, oh, oh, oh I know what's happening. And like, I had one of those sitting there in the theater by myself. Or like realizing something was going to happen 20 minutes before it happened because it's fun like it's not some fucking mental gymnastics competition where it's like who's going to figure out who the killer is first it's just like oh I bet this detail is going to be relevant and then it becomes relevant in a way it's like cool I was paying attention I like that that feels good sometimes there's no shame in that um you know for a movie that's two hours 20 somehow uh you really don't feel the runtime other than like 10 minutes in the middle of flashbacks like it's another movie you're gonna have a good time with if you see it like this is a movie unlike the previous movie i talked about that is overtly political this is it's a ryan johnson movie he's just like saying hey these are the bad people point and laugh at them and it's kind of annoying sometimes but for the most part you're like well, how annoyed can I really be? I agree with you. Like, these people are fucking annoying. We should be making fun of them. Uh, like, what am I supposed to say? Like, like, yeah, don't don't make jokes about the tech billionaires and the Nazis. Like, no. Chris, what's Thank up? You. Jesus. Hi, buddy. <laughs> That's a good addition to the bit. I'm really happy about that. Excuse me. Hello. Just off the sleeve. Uh, You're really showing your height right now. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is a better takedown of Elon Musk, Glass Onion or Don't Worry, Darling? Was Don't Worry, Glass Darling off. supposed to be about Elon Musk? <laughs> That's news to me. Wasn't it? I thought that was even Elon's not that. Retarded. Oh no, that was Jordan Peterson. I got that. Bro, I saw fifteen minutes of that in, in a hotel. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that movie? Yeah, man. Yeah, that yeah. I, I'm not gonna watch it because Alex spoiled it for me. Also, because oh, yeah. I was never gonna uh, watch it. If I ever get caught in a time loop, I'll make sure to delete that part of the recording. Yeah, <laughs> delete that spoilers for triangle. All right. Uh, yeah, um, so glass onion. Glass onion's fun. All right. Um. If you like Knives Out, you'll like this. Okay. It is an unbelievably ham-fisted fucking movie, but in a way that doesn't ruin the movie. Okay. Um, you, like, you'll, you'll watch this. It doesn't it, riot the movie. Exactly. Got him. I, synonym, synonyms. 
I, I, I'm trying to see. I'm I am trying to see. I'm trying to see that one and uh, a couple others. I don't know if it's still in theaters. I feel like Netflix pulled it already. Yeah, you I might know. just have I, to wait yeah. for it to come out online. Yeah, I, I which think is I'm fine. just gonna do that. I don't I think guess, you gotta see this in a yeah, theater. Yeah. Like my theater loved it. I had fun, which was cool for like a ten thirty weeknight I show. I think the like, Alamo might have something for it. We'll see. It's I I, I mean like. You already know if you're going to like this movie or not. Yeah. I don't know many people that didn't like Knives Out. I think Knives Out is just like a very serviceable, fun genre movie. And this is also that. It's not as good. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, I will watch this again at some point if people haven't seen it when they're in my house. I'll watch the third one, whether it's in theaters or on Netflix. Like, It's a formula that works because this Daniel Craig character is really interesting and just giving ed norton all sorts of space to breathe usually pretty good idea for a movie and having other funny people and interesting people in your movie really good uh janelle monet steals the show by the way i believe i'm not gonna tell you which character she plays but uh she's fantastic yeah i believe Um, that she does turns out putting a lot of famous and talented people in one location and letting them act is good you know, I'd shout out to yeah. Ryan Johnson for realizing the power of putting guys in movies. It, we love it, guys. I mean, it I'm, matters. Yeah. Everybody loves like, guys. Yeah. I've seen one Edward Norton movie in the last like five years. Like, yeah, throw him in there. Why was not? Moon Rise be... Yeah, I think he's only made like two. So. Yeah, I, one of them was. <laughs> it Moon was Rise. Birdman. Don't ask me oh, what happened. Call. Right. Yeah. Call indeed. Um, Parker, what? That you is watch? all. I have. Yeah, go ahead, Parker. I didn't watch Dick. We, w- oh. we didn't want to keep Chris here too long. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. No, the man sounds busy. Uh, I'll tell you what I watched on the flight back. I yes. connected to the uh, trusty Southwest Wi-Fi. Open up the their little movie guide. Uh, I turned on King of the Monsters. Watch uh, the Rodan scene and both Ghidorah scenes. And then I opened Godzilla vs. Kong and watched their fight in the city. And then watched the fight against Mechagodzilla. And then I watch half of John Wick, and then my plane landed. Five stars. Recommend to everyone. <laughs> everyone should do play, that, dude. Do they, wait, do they? Uh, you should fly more often. Do, do they Absolutely. let you uh, seek on those? Uh... Absolutely, they do. I didn't know I that. I skipped right over all that dialogue. I didn't know you could straight seek to on the them. Antarctica scene. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't fly that much, so. Same. I try to avoid it. Don't care for it. I have the body of a ninety-year-old man. The seats ain't comfy, but. Uh, yeah was not not in my hands and uh yeah i don't really watch dick like there's a couple things i want to talk about eventually but um i watched those two weeks ago and would like to brush up on them and mm-hmm. we're already almost two hours in yeah so oh, let's oh. fucking talk about ghost rider let's talk about ghost rider spirit of i'm Vengeance. sorry i took so much time parker yeah it's all right well, man you know you were very passionate I'll, I'll just cut all of you have so many shit. movies from your list so. i know it's very important <laughs> to you Talk about it all Skip, the time. Skip, you know I love Rat Race. Okay, so Idris Elba rides a motorcycle into an ancient Nazi castle currently populated by Catholic priests. This episode is brought to you by Mad Libs. It's, I mean, there is something to be said for just throwing it all against the wall. Yeah. The glory days of the this era of comic book movies. A French motorcycle rider and a Catholic Nazi working together. I mean, just watching this after watching Wakanda Forever, where there's like a solid <laughs> 30 minutes that can just be excised. That's there solely to be like, hey, 
you know, is this going to be a TV show, right? And I'm just in that theater like, yes, yes, I know. Thank you. Thank you so much for this character. And comparing that to, I don't know, so like, it's a Nazi temple, but maybe there's demons, but also the devil's real, but he's not the devil, but there's angels. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was, a, it was a simpler time, and I wish we could go back to it. It's, it's kind of fun watching this and being like, oh, a Ghost Rider movie. <laughs> <laughs> what a novel concept that should not have existed. And then See, this opening scene into these Abu Dhabi production company logos. Yeah. Oh like, God. you know exactly yeah. where you're at. Yeah. All ten of them. I liked uh, fucking Nick Cage recounting the events of the last movie. I became the Ghost Rider. I was like, God. you were passionate about this role? You went with that voice? <laughs> we were bamboozled into watching the first one. Yeah. I, we really did not have to. I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. Yeah. Because, you know. Uh, so Nick Cage fucking recounts how he was a stuntman and talked about doing a bare-ass backflip in front of 20,000 people. <laughs> you get a sense early of what the humor is going to be. And, uh, yeah. It was, a, it was a different time, folks. But not yeah. in the racist way, just in the embarrassing way. Yeah. Uh, I, I have to admit, Parker and Alex, you're going to have to help me out with this. Well, mostly Parker for this one. I wrote down some notes. I didn't nope. watch it in like two weeks, so I don't remember what the context was, but I wrote down Fiener. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why no, did I do that? Why did I... <laughs> no, no, you know. I hope I had a good yeah, reason that, for doing that. Summed that. it up, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So I one of the notes that I wrote down, I think I understand the context of this is, oh, I guess they're just doing Terminator 2. <laughs> Well, we're very... Oh, relieved. right, yeah, because the Gypsy family. We had any family. interest in this oh, movie. Right, the reason yeah. we had any interest in watching this movie is because... I mean, first of all, it's a movie called Ghost Rider. Yes, about yeah. a ghost rider. A, uh, a, a rider of ghosts yes. with a flaming skull head played by Nate Cage. Yes. But it was directed by friends of the show, Neville Dean and Taylor, a.k.a. the directors of Crank 1 and 2. So when you combine really those things, mm -hmm. yeah. you're like, how does how does this exist? And no one in my life has told me like, hey man, have you fucking seen this? Like it's I it seems wrong. So mad. It seems wrong that this has been out there for all of this time, and then you watch it and you're like, ah, that's what they look like with a studio overhead, huh? <laughs> hey, uh, hey Chris, I have a question for you yes. as an avid reader of trivia, uh -huh. but also someone that hasn't thought about this movie in two weeks. Yeah. What do you think they spent to make this? Just give me a number. Just float something. $75 million. That is right on the nose. That is correct. I love that for you. Good job, buddy. All right. Uh, an important. I, mean, I, just, I know we read it like before. I did not. I did, I did not. I've read the, many uh, things that I've forgotten. I, I, that, I was a, wanna... that was an honest-to-God guess, because it didn't look like it was a $100 million movie, but it no, didn't I mean, look like correct. a $25 million movie. We I mean, it look, at times it looked like a $3 million. Yes, <laughs> which is the way I like it. it. <laughs> There's nothing more important than context. So, uh, gentle listener at home who has not and will not see this movie, every time we describe a scene, just remember, this came out the same year as The Avengers. <laughs> it feels impossible. It feels like this came out in 2004. It feels, it feels like someone fucked up the Wikipedia. 2012. <laughs> How did we get here? It's Look, so we, funny to we, say that out loud. 
We've talked a lot about this movie and how cool and bad it is without revealing any details of the plot, yeah. which are, of course, that the devil, who is now a different devil, yeah. has a son. No, a different son from the last yeah. movie who he made with a human woman in order for him to tickle monster his way into the son's body and become a super devil. Yeah, that's so we really are doing T2. Like, it's a gypsy family, and the kid is really good at picking pockets. Chris, you can't say that. Yeah, you have to say Ray Romano. Oh. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> drunk. <laughs> is Ray Romano... Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> they redesigned the skull in this movie, and that was significant enough for me to write down. I think I remember why. Because uh, because it looked like hot dog shit yeah, in the first one. Yeah, exactly. It looked very, very... The literal one thing you should get right yeah. is the flaming skull. Yeah. And now in this one, it still looks bad. <laughs> but it, it looks better. It still looks like shit. It looks bad, but like with style. It looks like, oh, this is like cool and slick and also like shit. If you want to talk about like, you know, this movie came out the same year as The Avengers... Think about the way that that movie looks, and think about all the fucking fast-forwarding they do in this movie, which looks like a fucking joke. Man, you know, I'm gonna be honest, if I had to watch one of these two movies over again, it would be this Oh, yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. As someone who uh, rewatched The Avengers when Infinity War came out, that movie has aged like milk. That is unwatchable. Yeah. I fucking hate that movie now. Yeah. Well, imagine the cheese. Oh, anyway. Uh... <laughs> Imagine the cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Nick Cage. Uh, so what, what does he do? He did. did he, yeah, I think he like just killed a whole bunch of bad guys or whatever, and he flames out. He wakes up at a hospital, and he starts like flirting with a nurse and looking for drugs. And that whole scene, I'm thinking to myself, did he know he was acting at that point? Or was he just looking for drugs and flirting with people? With his ass hanging out. Like, did they not have the money to bring back Eva Mendes? No. Well, oh no, Eva Mendes didn't want to come back, from what I read. I mean, I don't blame yeah. her. You also, don't what say. What the fuck else was she doing? Not much. We, I think we talked about that on the episode. Eva Mendes' uh, filmography is not strong. Good Typing as quickly as I can. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't <laughs> too fast, which is, uh, you know, her most important role. Yes. But that's all you need, yeah. honestly. After that, she just coasted on that. That paid for her mansions. As... More people should have. Yeah, uh, you know, such as Ludacris. Okay, so uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, he, he guess he just tells that uh, that woman in a diner, "You're the devil's baby mama," <laughs> which uh, she knows. Yeah, he. I, I think it's maybe the way he says it. I, I, I did really appreciate the scene where some banker fucker sits down to flirt with her and the kid comes up and goes, Hello, I am your son. Can we please leave this place now, Mom? And then the guy's just like, Oh, I, I, I spill my spaghetti somewhere yeah. else. Goodbye. Um, how do I negotiate a price? Abu Dhabi gets it, dude. Yeah. They, they understand how these things happen. You really looked up like the production, like who made this movie. <laughs> nah. It's on I, the okay, fucking okay. opening okay. screen. Okay. It says Abu Dhabi okay. right okay. there. All right. Yeah, they're very yeah. into their branding. Yeah. They want you to know. It is literally I mean, called I know. Imagination I know. Abu Dhabi. I know. I know. Sir. Okay. Some sure, people just, you know, don't pay attention when they watch uh, yeah. capital F film. Yeah, okay. Just making a joke. I mean, okay. So there is a... I forgot a movie I watched in the last two weeks. Alright, so... Uh, <laughs> the, the, they show a whole bunch of things of who the devil has been over uh, the past oh. years. Oh, this is My so good. 
God. Who wants to say it? Shouts out to Jerry Springer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even in 2012, that would be a... Who's that? Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck? I feel old for knowing who Jerry Springer is yeah. right now. And I'm only 31. Yeah. <laughs> fucking the dumbest shit I've ever... Because, like, I've seen shit like that before. Like, wasn't that, like, a fucking... Um... It's kind of like a, the South Park movie joke. It's like, oh, look at all these people in hell. It's like, what, Gandhi's in hell? Well, this is going on here. <laughs> but they're, they're doing like... <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell being in hell is pretty funny. Yeah, but like Jerry Springer's <laughs> the only joke that they go for. They really like had... Do you like the random picture of a clown because they couldn't bother to get John Wayne Casey? Yeah. <laughs> so it was just yeah. a clown. <laughs> yeah. Not a good omen for the budget of your film. <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs> You know, that might have just showed up in his Google results, results in, like, 20... Wait, this came Parker, out. how do you know that wasn't John Wayne Gacy? It could have been him. Damn, you're right. Yeah. It's... Look at me. I'm Pagliacci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the doctor. I'm clown. Johnny Blaze. <laughs> yeah. So, this movie's all about the art of the deal. Okay. This is all about This movie's deals. about me hitting play, seeing it's 90 minutes, and be like, oh, finally. Yes, Great yes, guys. Nick Cage, he's got fire yeah. chains. And then a kid walks in, and I just throw my remote across the room like I'm yeah, a beer nerd. So yeah. <laughs> 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 One girl is here, and he is. Can we talk about, can we talk about the scene where Nick Cage starts rotating like a Gary's Mod character? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage oh. wall clips like four times in this movie. It's really cool, honestly. <laughs> it was one of my favorite fucking things. Oh. I was like, oh my god, no wonder it's 90 minutes. He started speedrunning this game. <laughs> A lot of games done quick footage of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So I think, isn't this a scene where he's attacking like the whole bunch of group of people? And he starts operating heavy machinery to defeat his foes. I'm like, but your skull turns on fire. Could you think of something on like that line? Anything he operates becoming a flaming fucking piece of like carnage is so good. Yeah, it is. The giant saw in the construction yard being on fire. Enormous reaping machine. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. (laughs) But this was my first real issue with the movie, where he's fighting all these guys. Like, look, I don't care if it's in Romania or not. If a man approaches me with a skull on fire. I am screaming and killing myself in that order. They yeah. are not impressed whatsoever. It's just a group of dudes are like, oh, damn, let's shoot him. Like, I, they should be driven to madness. And also, hey, remember his cool stare from the first movie? Did we do we forget to do the effects on that one? Yes. He just kind of holds his head and looks at him for 45 seconds. Yeah, it, I think literally they, they do like a sort of this thing, you know? It's, like, it's not even close. Shout out to the the bad guy that's not the devil in this movie, who is somebody whose name I don't know, but also I definitely recognized from Gamer. Hell yeah, that's dude. important. Was he Rick Ray? Last episode, and a good one. All right. All right, well, Parker, you Parker. said that this came out the same year as the Avengers, and people might say, well, that seems odd. You know, because these are, they don't look like they have the same sort of production values, right? Uh, to the contrary, this has a moment where he literally says, so, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it does, in fact, happen. Yeah. 
And I was like, well, wait a minute. This is a whole lot like the Avengers. <laughs> you know, when you put it that way, honestly. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's my bad. The same yeah. year as The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> what? Good movie. It's madness. So, this is the one where he's, like, drinking water by the pitcher. This is, this is if you want to know which Ghost Rider one this is, this is the one with all the good scenes. This is the one with the, uh, with the uglier woman. The dick chain. Yeah. And, like, like everyone knows, like, the scene where he's, like, just fucking pouring water by the pitcher down his gullet. But it's also the scene where he pisses fire. That's. I did not know about either of these scenes until I watched this movie. I, I had heard about this. Happy. I had heard about, oh, yeah, Nick Cage pisses fire in the Ghost Rider movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And I watched it. I was like, oh, indeed he did. No, he. You watched the first one. You're like, it was two hours. And he didn't do that. Yeah, at all. that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I didn't know he didn't do it in there. Uh, anyway. First one did not have nearly enough bits. Yeah. And well, now they're doing bits like the kid breathing fire onto Nick Cage's face. Like so many of them are just like cutaway gags, like fucking Family Guy. They're yeah. Just <laughs> pre-rendered Ghost Rider on a black screen doing a bit. It's yeah. So weird. Hey, Lois, check it out. I'm Methodius. One of the fucking, one of the fucking scenes. Ah, damn. That that is somehow worse than my Herbert the Perfect voice. One of the one of the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that time I was covered in full body tattoos in a monastery in the Arizona. It really does. Oh my god, Mr. McFarlane, thank you so much for making it on short notice. Somehow. Uh, well, you know, my alarm went off this time, so. <laughs> Somehow it gets worse. Uh, one of the scenes <laughs> actually looks like the fucking uh, the Super Beast video. He's just riding his motorcycle <laughs> on a green screen. <laughs> well, good. <"Arr." laughs> yeah, a lot of this movie has dragon energy, but not for the reason yeah. you want it to. Right, yeah. It's, but not like, the good kind, like you want. The, one of the things I appreciate so much about this movie is that, like, the reason Nick Cage has this role in the first place is because he loves this comic book character so fucking much. Yeah. Is, and it, it, he made the first one, you know, like, oh, this is going to be great. I can't wait. You know, people are finally going to see how cool Ghost Rider is. And then, you know, I did fine. And then the fucking UAE bought the rights to it. It was like, hey, come back for this sequel where you're just going to be a fucking idiot. And he's like, that's a big paycheck. I guess I don't love this character that much. <laughs> and that's how we get here. This is how we get Ghost Rider in broad daylight, which I gotta tell you, when you just looking at that, you know something's kind of wrong. Break the only rule of this universe. (laughs) Yeah, you kind of—that's like one of the ones you're looking at. Like, oh, something's wrong with that picture. Uh, It's the sun. (laughs) I shouldn't be seeing that. There are are so (laughs) many plot beats that if I tell them to you, you'd say, "Yeah, go fuck yourself, buddy." Like the fact that like the entire middle of the movie is because the devil himself is on a payphone. He's like. They put the kid on the phone, and they just send a curse to him over the phone to take his powers away. That was the, that was the thing that gets me. Is it, it's like for Night Five Minutes, some of it is like really dragged out. Like uh, the kid, who I'm just gonna call Damien because I don't fucking remember his name. Uh, Damien was like, he has a chance to like, I guess, kill either his dad to either kill the Ghost Rider or kill his mom. I don't remember what it is. And he says to the devil. So I'm your son. After the devil just got done explaining this to him with like a 35 minute monologue, he's like, you're sure I'm your son? The devil's like, yeah. 
and the kid realizes, oh, that means I have devil powers, and then, like, he uses his uh, fire breath to, like, revive the Ghost Rider, and uh, it's like, oh, he's a good devil spawn. <laughs> we we have jumped too far ahead. Yeah, yeah, we gotta. We, gotta we have to go back. through the plot. We here. gotta. We gotta. We gotta. We have not talked about uh, my boy uh, Moreau at all. Okay. Um, Idris Elba, the French guy who uh, is French, and I don't really understand anything else about his character. Uh, we have to go out to the fucking desert of who knows where. I assume this is like Arizona or something. To deliver the kid to some monks that have automatic weapons and alcohol? Question mark. I don't really understand the second act at all. It needs no. help. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Right. This yeah. movie is but ninety minutes, and the entire the entire well, second I mean... act is wheel spinning. Of like, I don't know. All of a sudden, he doesn't want his powers. You figure it out. Yeah. Look, we get we get Christopher Lambert in full body tattoos playing a monk oh named Methodius, which <laughs> feels important, you know. Not not to the movie, but to like the show. Oh yeah, that yeah. Mean, when I heard his voice, you better believe I perked up something fierce. Oh yeah. It, it is funny that he's just one of those actors that you can identify immediately within three syllables that they say. It's like, well, that can't be anybody else. They wouldn't put somebody that sounds like this in a fucking movie. <laughs> and yet, there's our boy. He, I'm sure he works at a reasonable rate for our good friends <laughs> in the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> yeah. What's the What's the fucking prison movie he's in where like it everything drops down layers, but it's not like in a sicko perverted way because oh, fortress uh, movie yeah works. fortress yeah but it doesn't yeah but it does so i remember when emily and i watched fortress because uh she looked up the imdb trivia and found out that he demanded that everybody like he was going through like a vegan vegan phase and demanded that everybody on set only eat soup or he would walk off set and uh <laughs> i think about that every time i see him on screen I believe it. I was thinking about. I went deep in the trivia, and by deep, I mean I just read the whole trivia page on IMDb. <laughs> he, dem- he went under three months of sword training for this role. Does he ever hold a sword in this? For movie? this? That is a man who was like, "Oh, what's that? My character needs to swing a sword. I'm going to need a, at least three months of paid training." You know, Wasn't he an training. Highlander? Why yes. did he get sword training? I guess he forgot. <laughs> I guess he got paid for three months. Oh, you know, the time jump. You know, know, I I guess he just, it didn't stick with him or something. No wonder this movie couldn't afford the fucking CGI. Was he the one that put that in the IMDb trivia? He had to. Uh, sorry, we couldn't like, frame himself as Tom Cruise. Maybe, maybe he was like, he, maybe he was a hustler. He was like trying to like, oh yeah, I need all this training. Then he was like kicking their asses like Steven Seagal or something. We couldn't animate the pennant stare because I need another month of training for my scene. What a cool guy. Wait, maybe he was doing it like Sir, on I do set, not though. know the difference between a simtar and a katana. Please send me back. <laughs> so I hold from this end, right? Uh, I guess I'm not ready. Halt production. <laughs> so this is the way to do it. Ow, 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 ow. Six weeks, six weeks, bandages. <laughs> now, that, when you go to sleep tonight, lay your head on the pillow and imagine Christopher Lambert doing the 23-foot rule. You're going to sleep really well. Wow, I can't believe Biden's America inflated the 21-foot rule to 23 feet already. 
I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't use metric. <laughs> the distances always add up to 23. <laughs> You're just hanging out. Just hanging out. <laughs> Oral cam. Oh, whoa, that doesn't feel good on this road. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Don't do that, buddy. Bad idea. Um, yeah, oh yeah, so we're not getting a third Ghost Rider movie. Uh, yeah, you don't say. Not? Yeah, so Nick Cage doesn't want to be Ghost Rider no more in this movie. Yes, he <laughs> does. Yeah. That Fuck man it. will do anything. He, that man literally it. has a Ghost Rider tattoo. They, they had to cover it off. to shoot a scene <laughs> and fucking do it. This is my favorite thing. He gets a Ghost Rider tattoo. They have to cover it up because he's going to be the Ghost Rider movie. As Ghost That'd be Rider. really funny, though, as an anachronism. Just like, hello, this is my tattoo of myself. This is, that's so he can remember every single time he looks in the mirror who he really is. Like the geeks. You think Kid Rock has a tattoo of himself? Yes. He has to. He has, like, multiple ones of himself. He has the Steve-O tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little, a little, pe- <laughs> a peek into, like, when we're done with episodes. If we don't spend a lot of time in the plot, I always feel like, Man, we left a lot on the table, you know. Like, there's so much opportunity, but I, I'm reading the Wikipedia right now. I'm like, yeah, me too. Like, middle 45 minutes of this yeah. movie makes no fucking sense. I don't remember yeah. any? Yeah, it's yeah. There's unpronounceable like words. Yeah. It's just Nick Cage deciding, like, yeah, you know, I know we watched the first movie, but I actually don't want these powers anymore. And they're like, cool. Yeah. So they take his powers because that's just what you did in the superhero movie for like six straight years. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, kid, that guy's the devil. And he's like, oh shit, you're right. And then he gets his powers. And also, yeah. every time he has his powers, he's literally invincible. Yeah. And also, there's a bad guy who the construction crane falls on who gets turned into a guy that makes people rot into uh, molds when he touches them. Right, yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was like, I think they were trying to do sure. something that was like, kind of like, remember the ice powers from the first movie? They're like, oh, other... I don't know, it just reminded me way too much of Astaroth from uh, Soul Calibur. I, it looks like that, but also character, the albino the twins from the Matrix sequels. Also those. But smellier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a really memorable villain. Uh, gun to my head, could I even tell you what his name? Yeah, Astaroth. Could give you a letter. He's fire though. So he does. Yeah, there is. I have to say, person. like, if I had like Ghost Rider powers to turn like heavy machinery into like demon heavy machinery, and it like fell on a guy and it turned him into an even worse bad guy, I would like re. I would go back to the workshop for that power and make it so I don't make my enemy stronger with it. Yeah, don't so do, let me not just... do that. Let me just state for the record that the actual bad guy in this movie is the kid, because the kid could have just killed the devil, and instead he turned Nick Cage back into the Ghost Rider, so he's just like, you know, has to suffer for eternity to do the exact same thing. Oh, I was just team like, kill the kid from the beginning. We're like, hey, all this can be avoided kid. if we just murder this kid. I'm like, bet, say less, do it. Hey, wait, hey, what if the Ghost Rider buddy, works the this kid, is Buddy, this is also the problem with the Dark Tower. Because the kid is, like, so special that he's the only one whose brain can destroy the universe. So, like, if Idris Elba just, like, domes him 20 minutes into the movie, it's better. Like, one kid, it, the universe, it's pretty easy Yeah, yeah, it, it's literally, like, if it were me, I'd be like, yeah, shoot me right now. Like, this is so easy. Hey, kid, I'm sorry. Uh, I know you're enjoying your miserable life on the run in Romania, but, uh, your dad's the devil. He's gonna take your body. So Yeah, like, you have gonna... to die. And the kid's like, eh, well, you know. Just pet, just... Think about the rabbit farm and look out on the horizon. And can you easy. dress up like Charizard when you do it? <laughs> I keep thinking about this movie, and I'm, I'm mad that he did a bare-ass backflip, but he didn't do, like, bare-ass Ghost Rider stuff. That's, like, like such the a The biggest movie. issue with, with this movie is that it's from this era where it's like, all right, we have this this hero, right? And he's just, like, super crazy powerful. Like, he's, he's undead. You can't kill him. 
if he stares at you, you just turn to fucking dust. He is like anything he touches is covered in fire. So you've got to get really fucking weird to find something that can face him. But we weren't doing that back then. So it's like, I don't know, him and Idris Elba get drunk and he loses his powers, but then he gets them back and then one-shots everyone and the movie's over. They weren't ready to get real fucking weird and stupid with the villain. So it's just, uh, I don't know, here's some guy we pulled out of a comic from 40 years ago and they'll interact twice and that's the movie. Mm-hmm. A plus, great job. Uh, a real uh, the way to summarize the movie is uh, so he gets his powers back, of course, because you want to see him be Ghost Rider. That's what I bought a fucking ticket for. And uh, he's riding off into the sunset, and he's you know all these movies when they have voiceovers, they just end with like a big fucking speech. So that's just the theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. He's driving off. He goes, "I'm Johnny Blaze." And then the credits roll, and you're like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> I guess that's it. There's <laughs> no <a> follow-up. <laughs> they don't even do, like, the, I'm plus. Johnny Blaze, and this is my story. <laughs> it's just, I'm Johnny Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> Something about Hellfire or Judgment. Oh, that reminds me. I also watched The Town this week. No, it is. I know. We need to tell the Saudis about Shipped Up to Boston. <laughs> oh, I thought you said the Southies at first. I was like, no, they've heard of them. <laughs> they, oh, buddy, they're, I know they know. Yeah. They, they probably feel about that song the way I feel about the Seven Nation Army chant. So. And how I feel about Sweet Home Alabama. I don't even live there, but I have bars that have... And, now I, and how I feel about the Star Spangled Banner. I fucking hate that song. All right. Uh, I guess we can move on to Game of Games. You want? That Good movie correct. slash bad movie. Yeah. Hey, uh, don't watch All either right. of them. You're fine. You'll never see yeah. this character again. It's okay. Eh, well, but if you gotta watch one, watch Spirit of the yeah, Oh, yes. Yeah. You'll have a great 20 minutes. Yeah. If you're like us and you have to watch one because your brain is broken, skip the first one. And, and in the middle of the movie, you can, like, do laundry and stuff. Yeah, do whatever you want. So. Three thirty in the fucking... <laughs> You guys know I've spent a long time thinking long and hard about what we're going to do for weeks 12 and 13 for the Game of Games. Like, we miss Thanksgiving. We miss all these things that the the listeners really care about, you know. Mm. It, all the feedback I get from the listeners about how much they love the Game of Games and how yeah. much they love our suffering. It's but, pretty uh, selfish of my grandpa. I'm pretty upset about it. We really miss You know, that. because they told me about that, like, fuck them. He has, he has rough scot free. We're going to talk yeah, about... Thank you. The week eleven game of games, and then we're just gonna go into the rock. Okay. Um, share my screen now, or you want to hear the results? Because I haven't looked at them since last week. Uh, whatever makes you most comfortable. All right. Um, remember how to. I'm not sure school. that any of this would cause you discomfort. Uh, I don't know why I worded speak like for that. Yourself. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I might have lost. I don't. Know. I have like a dozen words um, left in this. <laughs> Yeah, I hope they're good teams. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pick for him. I'll pick for him. I got him. All right, no. let's. Uh, all right, then it's week eleven. He wants the Texans. Oh, wait, no. Oh, week eleven was the last one. Never mind. Um, uh, I guess it's week. All two. right, so uh, Chris had the Chiefs, Vikings, Giants, Broncos, Commanders, and Steelers. Ended up with a net total of zero. Uh, Parker <laughs> had the Bills, 49ers, Titans, Bears, Rams, and Lions for a total of six. 
And I had the Ravens, Eagles, Patriots, Bengals, Falcons, and Cowboys, who I'm pretty sure got me a times three multiplier oh. against the Vikings that week. I think that was the week that you guys just kicked the absolute fucking dog shit out of them. But uh Um so with nine points it looks like I am in the lead for week 14 but uh before we get there i wanted to introduce a new segment that i didn't tell you guys about God, you know fucking... start off the game of games every week. damn it um so this is a segment i like to call who's got it hardest <laughs> uh between our three teams who who do we all think has it hardest right now as a fan you know like, oh, I, I don't think would. anyone has had it harder than the patriots well historically that's the case. I, mean, I mean but also like I wouldn't know because I don't ever hear about them, so I honestly don't know how they're doing. I mean, it's we all have different we all have different perspectives. If I can make my case, it's tough for Alex because not only does he have Lamar Jackson as his quarterback, who Alex is on record is not not, not for another like yeah, six yeah, weeks, yeah. buddy. But he also has to put up with like duo as a fan and like all the other like idiot Ravens fans who really want Lamar Jackson to sign a mega deal and uh, say, oh, if only he had receivers. And as for being a Patriots fan, obviously, I've got it really tough. I mean, historically, no one ever talks about our team. No one ever appreciates all the hard work that people like uh, Bill Belichick and, and stuff put in. But Parker, I think, has it hardest because he has a black quarterback. That is rough for him. It's tough. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't uh, pull and, my and, family and, out there, but I bet they have some ideas about running backs. While you could say the same thing about my team, uh, I made the diplomatic decision to sleep through the games this week so i did not see a fucking second of ravens broncos wise man you know patting myself on the back for that Mm -hmm. one um i watched red zone so i also didn't see a second of it so uh you guys want to take a vote and who had it the hardest okay i vote patriots yeah, I mean, Patriots all the way. You know, I, I can't right. disagree with uh, him. It doesn't matter what my phone is. <laughs> Chris, congratulations. You are the victim of the week. Uh, there is no, you know, reward or penalty for this. <laughs> it's just a little... Uh, <laughs> it's just a little... <laughs> <bit of that>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and check the scores. Um, so, uh, as you guys can see up here, my team's went 6-0 and in week 11. Uh, Parker's went 4-2. and Chris's went 2-4. and the current win totals, Chris has one, Parker has seven, and I have 19. Um, oh, Jesus, I forgot. Eh, it's, it, it's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll just, uh, six teams on by this week. Um, oh, shit, that's right. I went 6-0, I have to assign somebody a spin. Well, uh, Parker, you haven't grieved enough, so why don't you spin the wheel for us? Oh, yeah. God damn it. Oh, wait, 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 uh, can I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Okay, in three... Say when. Yeah, in three, two, one, go. Oh, this is a good space for you, buddy. Horror sequel ten plus years after original. Oh, fuck. Hey, he's gonna be hard, this is going to be hard to he's find see, one. He's already seen all of these. <laughs> Not, I mean, not all of them. But Ten, so, ten plus years. Yeah, so, the wait, ones wait, I wait, haven't wait. seen have got to be. Wait, wait, wait. Would this would it, would it count <sighs> if it's like uh, uh mo- not ten plus years after the last one? It's yeah, the- okay, that's that was what I was saying. Because like, okay. what if there's like, you know, movie A comes out, then two years. I'll later, try and find something with the ten no, year gap. Anyways, they, yeah. I'll try they, they make these too often. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be something right. like yeah. That's you can watch Halloween Eleven. Like, yeah, he hasn't seen this. 
I wish. Yeah. I might not have. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you do. That reminds me. Like, <laughs> I was talking to Gabby's boyfriend, and uh, he was talking about Halloween Kills. I'm the greatest captain of the Queen's Navy. <laughs> And uh, I appreciated it. No, at least one. I uh, know. <laughs> Law of averages says at least one. It's just for you, buddy. Him. It's not for anyone uh-huh. else. Anyway, um, he apparently he he has a plan to every Halloween with Gabby. They're gonna watch a new Halloween movie that they haven't seen. And I was like, "How long are you planning to be with her? Because oh, at some God, point, at some point, you're going to watch <laughs> the Rob right, Zombie anyway, Halloween." Anyway, Parker's gonna spin the wheel again. Oh, what? Right. <laughs> you're enjoying yourself too much, buddy. I don't like it. Okay. In you know, I just I just miss my grandpa so much. Okay. In three, two, one, go. Well, we'll see if he wills you to the free space. Oh, another! Oh, another horror sequel ten plus years after the original. It's the creativity. That Grandfather, keeps why? Back. What have I done? He, this is his way of showing his approval for your lifestyle. Yeah. No, it's not. He's I know good and goddamn well what he approves. Parker, do you think you inherited your love of horror movies from him? No. <laughs> Grandpapa, yep. they're called Cinnabites. You know, uh, you could do like Children of the Corn 666 and also Urban Harvest. You could. I, if <laughs> Those were almost your last words. Pens. You almost died saying Urban Harvest. <laughs> Say goodnight, Popo. Crisp in the wheel, too. Okay, well, I have too many wins. In three, two, one. Oh. I'm talking so you don't have to tell me to shut up. Talk. Yeah, he does. Oh, I have to, so. Oh, no. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, that says spin two more times. Yeah. Now I feel bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, who would have to spin it twice? Yeah. I feel so bad for okay, them. in three. Fucking prick. In three, two, one, go. Trivia should be fun tomorrow. Talking animal. Talking animal. Yeah, I'll get around to it. Yeah. Well, those are usually short, so uh, that's not that bad. And uh, in three, two, one, go. Spin two more times again. Chris doesn't have to read it. No, his voice yeah, it's fine. I can. I, I will count down for myself. Okay, save your voice. All right, let's make it good. All right, in in three, two, one, go. There we go. Oh, no, we're talking animal. Talking animal. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. I've never heard the will to live leave someone's voice so quickly. Uh, oh, all right, in three, <laughs> this is how two, I sounded earlier this week. One, go. I think there's like some sort of. Teaser. 
No. Eli Roth. That's going to be tough, actually. All right. Let me look that up. So, for, for four assignments, you have ended up with two talking animals and an Eli Roth. Uh-huh. Let me look I, I hate this author. for me because oh, this is going to come back to haunt tell me. Tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll watch uh, Borderlands when that comes out. That's fine. Wait a second. He did <laughs> the house with a cock in its walls? He yeah. did the Jack Black movie? house with a cock in my ass. <laughs> oh my god, Mr. McFarlane, you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lois. We've been recording for <laughs> so long. you turn off my alarm? I've hit the snooze three times already. <laughs> Knowing that there's uh, exactly one person who understands what that's in reference to makes me so happy. <laughs> there are several people. Chris, you have first. The only reason. Let me. The only reason they understand what it is is because you keep telling us from family. All right. Uh, no, yeah, that's me, here. Seth MacFarlane. Uh, telling you. Uh, let me look here. Um, dog. Just a regular dog. I'll take New England. Taking New England, all right. Off the board, goodness. All right. That's you, uh, Parker. Oh, Ugh. boy. I'm going to take my Cowboys, even though this is, of all the games they would lose on the schedule, <laughs> yeah, that, is, I know. that is the one. <laughs> right, oh, go. good. Kyle McLaughlin's in the house with a clock in his walls. All right. Oh, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Oh, and was. I'm also going to take. Oh, how did I miss that? Jesus oh, I'm Christ! Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna regret this, but I'm also gonna take this. I scrolled right past that Broncos game. God right. damn it! <laughs> well, you know, I would have taken the Cowboys if you didn't. So, fair enough. Parker, you're up. Oh, jinkies! I'm gonna take Good game, my right? favorite Lions. They are the favorites against Minnesota. That is correct. Incredibly good. Somehow. That rules. I'd love to see it. This will not come back to bite me. Speaking of things that won't Chris. come back to bite me, I'll take the Dolphins. Oh. And? No, I'm going to end it there. <laughs> nope. Incorrect. <laughs> not quite. Oh, as much as I would like. Uh... I'm going to take the Jets. Okay. Spicy. All right, I see a strategy for Chris, who has three AFC East teams already. <laughs> Parker, you're up. One of the quad My Bengals, who would never oh. blow a game like this after a big win. All right. Uh, who do I want? I'm going to take the fighting Brock Purdy's of San Francisco. And I am also going to take... The fighting Geno Smiths of Seattle. Hell yeah. And Parker, you're up. I know we're all just waiting for the multiplier, so I don't, I'm not going to take them. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy, look at these games. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it, these Eagles. Are... Fuck, the, fuck the multiplier. I, you have to. You have yeah. to. Oh, we were trying to wait it out, but, uh, you know. You gotta take. Them. Well, it was either you take them there or you give it to Chris. He's taking the Eagles. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, Chris, two for you. I'll take. Uh, there's still good. There's still good picks left. Honestly. Yeah, let me make. Uh, I'll take the Jaguars. Okay. 
Okay. Jaguars at Tennessee. Yes. And. No. I, I want. I want X. <laughs> I'll take X. <laughs> uh, oh, someone already took X. Then I'll take the Bucks. Did someone take the Bucks. The Bucks. Alright. Yeah. I I'm not counting out touchdown, Tom. Never I'd never have. I'm just. Fun. I just want to count them out. Uh, Parker, your choice. Oh, my Raiders, of course. The Raiders. Okay. Wait, who are the Raiders? And I just want to say on Sunday, I remember that time you called the Bears the Cardiac Cats, and I laughed for like 15 minutes and couldn't explain it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking. Thing that was oh, that was uh, that was one of my favorite things that we did is like in the trivia group chat. Uh, Suzanne was asking, "Is like, oh, we're doing like a trivia thing. We need trivia questions fast." And Josh immediately says, "What was the disease that Nicki Minaj's cousin got?" <laughs> and then uh, he followed it up with, uh, "Name every bird team." And I and I followed up with, "Name every cat team." <laughs> and I was like, "If they don't put bears in there, they get it wrong." All right. Well, before we get into the negatives, I'm just gonna go ahead and take the Giants. That was going to. And. Yes, sir. Und. I am. Uh, und. Yes, und. Oh, fuck. You left me some very good choices here. Tennessee is still on the board. Baltimore is still on the board. The Chargers are still on the board. I will take the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, sir. Alright, oh. Parker, you're up. I'm just gonna hedge my bet and say the Vikings. Let's let's be fucking honest here. Yeah. That's probably a very good strategy. Chris, I'll take the Titans. The Titans? There's still good picks out there. You want to make no. one? Say it. Say the word. No. You sure? You sure? No. Are you very positive? I'm very positive. Would you like to spin the wheel again? <laughs> sure. Fine. I don't care. All right. Well, you know, rules are rules. All right. This is the high energy people come here for, Chris. Yeah. All right. All right. In three, three, two, two, one. I okay. Eli Roth again. That that kind of juices me on Eli Roth. I at that point I will have completed his uh, filmography. Although I guess yeah, I, I guess forever. I guess I could um. I, I guess I could do like stuff that he's like in, because apparently he was in Corona uh, 3D. I didn't even see he him. He produced a lot of dog shit. Yeah, well, yeah. It was yeah, fine. no, you're was, like, Eli Roth. Is fine. Is fine. If it's on his IMDb, you can pick it. Uh, you're good. Yeah. You wouldn't like him as an actor for the game of games. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're safe from his acting roles. It's good for you, right? Uh huh. These horror scenes, Jesus. What do, what do we want to do next week? That's a fantastic question. Uh, I will let one of you guys pick. Uh, let me pull up the old reliable list here. Excuse me. I thought he was saying something. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Um. Uh, I thought you got up and left. <laughs> uh, thought I about didn't it. Learn a lesson. What kind of movie are we feeling? Shit, 
I just want something that's going to make everybody happy. Oh. I don't have any of those. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've gone two and a half hours on this movie. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of stop that. recording in a second. And I'm just staring at Pearl Harbor. And that's the tea, sis.